0: This podcast recorded live from the Urban Fly Company studios.
1: And we are back for another week of the SVS Fly Fishing Podcast. Around the table tonight, we have the usual suspects, starting with urban fly companies, Mark Burns, big man on the board, Chris Sims, and the coolest cat I know, Jim Franklin. Uh, I'm Jay Thompson, and uh, these are some of the topics we're going to be talking about tonight. Uh, We're going to do a little rod talk. We were out in the yard for a while, even before everybody came in, casting rods around and having a good time and just bullshitting about lines and rods and how everything, this rod loads this. And I know we do a lot of it, but I thought today, before we came in, was a lot of good talk and a lot of good stuff. Um, Jim and Mark's Pickerel Massacre, uh, Jim and Jay do a catfish, a little uh, evening. Um, Jay's Kid Creek Fun. I took my daughter out, did some saying of the uh, creek we do every year, got to see some cool stuff. It was a lot higher than it was last year, but we'll, we'll talk about that. A little airing of Grievance. Uh, you know, I love the airing of Grievance. I like a little, uh, I like you guys fired up. And uh, we're going to do some beast talk and some shenanigans. When next time Chris comes back to this podcast, he will be less of a man. Uh, but before all that, Who sponsors this
2: podcast, Mark? We've got Yeti built for the wild, Sims Fishing. Check them out at simsfishing.com. Fresher saltwater, A-Rex hooks, and same, fresh and saltwater lines. They got them, Cortland.
0: We have friends of the show, Ryan Evans up at Queen City Guiding, Michael Davis at Down to Earth Wealth Management, Thomas Shank, Chippewa River Custom Rods, our buddies over at Muskie Fool, and the Nittany Valley Muskie Alliance.
1: I felt like I nailed that one way better than last week's.
0: Yeah, you did great. Hey, hey. Smooth. Actually, you look and sound a lot better than you did last week. <laughs> I don't feel much better. I'll <laughs> tell you that. But uh, it's early. <laughs> it's early. Yeah.
1: I feel like wait till I, first break. I feel like I have uh, my wife is uh, in Vegas. Whoa. Uh, with with a friend uh, from work, they're doing a little work thing, uh, and 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 fun. You know, a few days out there, and I don't think you need more time out that. Out there, you know, three days. Three days is the number. Exactly. She'll be back Tuesday, so perfect time. Uh, But I'm, you know, single dad for a few days, you know. Uh, So I've been trying to balance the uh, going out fishing and you know, uh, doing all kinds of, you know, being around the house, hanging out with my daughter, doing dad stuff, you know. So a little different without the wife not around. Yeah. She's not up there to keep the dog calm. So if he's he's barking, well.
0: Or turn the fish tank off. Or turn
1: the fish tank off, which <laughs> I'll have to do here real quick. Um, <laughs> see, see, I don't, I, I would follow, I, I I, I I, I'm trying to hold this thing together without her here. It's not easy. No. You I, know, I, I I'd be a wreck without my wife. I don't, I <laughs> don't like it. I don't even sleep well. That's why I feel like I have jet lag. Like I haven't slept well because I don't sleep well without my wife. So it's. And we are up at 4 a.m., you know, she's getting up early to go on flights. And yeah, it's just, oh, my gosh, it's been a whirlwind.
0: She's going to have a great time. I I love, love Las Vegas in three-day stretches. Any, okay. any longer, you really start to make bad decisions. So mm-hmm. three days three days is it. And especially if you're there for a conference. So you've got stuff to do during the day. So the only mistakes you can really make are in the evening. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> It's nice. Well, she's,
1: you know... She's not much of a gambler. She doesn't do that. She gets real nervous, and that kind. Of she went and dated penny slots last night, and she put in seven bucks. She won hundred fifty dollars. Holy crap! And then just cashed out. Smart. Yeah. She was yeah. like, she was Get like, that's on. the kind of person <laughs> she is. She's like, well, I, I'm just, I'm just leaving. We Take the money and run. The other yeah. girl made like a hundred and sixty. They made three hundred bucks real quick. Went and paid for dinner. On penny slots, you know, and just like yeah, and, and like on pennies, you know, just nothing right away. And they're like, uh, okay. Can't be like, I would, I would have been like tapped in at that moment. Like yeah, now like, you're tapping me and now like, I'm like wait all right. I'm I, I'm, I'm now
0: I'm like three hundred four hundred dollars deep. I have a hundred you know, and fifty dollars. Let's go to quarter slots. Yeah that's exa- <laughs> I would have went exactly that. I would have went right to the
1: quarter slots and then there would I would have lost all my money and then I'd been right where I was at square one.
0: I'm yeah like, I uh when I go to Vegas it is video poker, three card poker and oh yeah. And poker poker. Okay. If I if I can go to if so only a couple rooms in Vegas have a good Omaha table. Yeah. Like I like Texas Hold'em a lot, but sure. Omaha is is my absolute favorite game. So if I can find an Omaha room, I will sit down at that table for eight, ten hours. And it's hard to lose a lot at Omaha. But it's also very easy to lose a lot of. Omar, if that makes well, any there sense. There are yeah. a lot of there's, hands. There's a lot mm-hmm. going on. There's yeah. a lot of hands getting played.
1: You can play a that's lot what, of different That's
0: what, two cards. up, two down, right? No, that's uh, that's five up, four in your hand. You can only use two in your hand five, for the high. Wait,
2: five, five? Yeah. Six. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah no yeah. wait. So
2: five and seven card stud. Is that two up, two down?
0: F- seven card stunned is two down. Four up, one down. Okay, yeah. The last one down.
2: That's that's the one I was thinking of, stud, not Omaha. I like
0: seven stud, too.
3: Yeah, I I like
1: Omaha a lot.
0: Omaha is my favorite. You can only use two cards for the high hand, and you can only use two cards for the low hand. So let's say you're you're dealt four aces. That's actually a crap hand in Omaha because you can only use two of those aces for either, and you're never going to win the low because you've got a pair of aces. So the best you can do is the high, and they drop three of a kind. And if they drop three of a kind, somebody's got the fourth, right? Yeah. So, my issue yeah, is So four aces is bad. I'm a
1: I'm a blackjack guy. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. Like I, I, no, <laughs> I'm one, right there with the I like, yeah, I like the odds. So like, see with poker, and I've played a ton of poker with buddies for years and years and years and years. Well, either which way, I'm an emotional guy. Anybody who's listened to this podcast over the years <laughs> knows that I'm you know I I show my you know heart on my sleeve. It's hard for me to hold back on things. People will probably notice I get a little jittery. You should play craps. So, but for me, I, I like blackjack because it's you're not playing against anybody. You're playing the odds of the cards, right? And it, and it then it becomes all just knowing the cards and knowing the odds. And I'm I'm not. I guess it comes to me just a little bit. I, I, I get it. I like it a lot. Played a lot of it, you know, even online. But that's where I would go first if I was going to go somewhere. I would go sit at a blackjack table hang yeah. out there for a little while get a feel then maybe I'd go lose a lot of money at poker
0: so that's that's <laughs> my move is I'll go into the casino I want to go to I'll go right to the poker room I'll see what the poker room looks like see what the weights are like if the waits at least an hour for an Omaha seat or a 7 stud seat or even Texas hold'em I will go play 3 card poker which is kind of the same where you get 3 cards and the dealer gets 3 cards and you can and you bet that you'll get a pair or better so three of a kind and a straight flush pay thirty to one and forty to one, oh, respectively. Okay. So it's I mean the odds of getting them are pretty low, but a flush pays well, straights it's a it's a fun game when you're only playing the dealer. And it's almost like Yahtzee. Kinda. But was so it
2: three three and they flip five?
0: No, no, no. Three <gasps> card poker is just three, three and then they flip two. Nope. It's you get three and the dealer gets three. That's it. And if your three cards are better than the dealer's three cards, you win.
2: Oh, just three, three. You it's them. not a full 5 card hand, it's a 3 card hand Correct. actually. Oh. Yep. Okay. It, it, it's a table game. So it's not so. like it's a 3 dealt to each and then you play off of two in the middle. Nope. And God, so you've got gotcha.
0: you've got a table full of people who are playing but only playing 3 cards each and against the dealer. Like I'm not playing against the person next to me. Yeah. Like if I get a straight flush and they so get a three You have 5 people winning at a table. Yeah. So yeah. if I get a straight flush and they get a three of a kind. That's Awesome. Like the table is And they only
2: get a pair, then they still win. You're both still winning. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And so it's th- more, it ends up playing out more like po- or like Blackjack does. Yeah, almost. It, it yeah, does. It
2: plays, yeah. Yeah. It plays a lot
0: more like a Blackjack. Lot. But, but with, uh, and this is what I need, bigger gratification. So the 30 sure. to 1, the 40 to 1. Sure. If you do a mini Royal, it's 200 to now 1. Now, what are the bets on it? 555. Five, five. Okay. five bucks. Yeah. Uh, so. You play against the dealer and then you play against the house basically saying, I think I'm going to get a pair. And then there's a third, a tertiary bet where you can say, let's take all of these six cards, the dealer's cards and my three cards and make the best five card hand. So if you get a Royal flush, you get a million bucks. What? Yeah. So, but the odds are pretty low. Oh, of sure, That yeah, happening. I mean, but, but <coughs> you've only seen one ever, but you can get a straight, you can get a flush and those all pay. And that's just, it's just fun. It's, it's fun to bide your time until I, until I can sit down at a poker table. Yeah. And I love poker because I'm a math guy. There you go. So when we get in, I do my pot odds, my hand odds, and I, I really enjoy it. The security <coughs> so always she's looking
4: for you? No, you, no. You, you the counting cards guy?
0: Well, because you're not taking any money off the casino in poker.
1: You're taking money off the guy next to you. Yeah.
0: The, the casino only <coughs> makes money in poker poker because they take a rake. Like every third hand, they take 2% or... So the casino loves poker. It's just free money for them because I'm taking money from They're just
1: supplying a table.
0: Yeah, they're supplying a table and a dealer and they take a rake from that and the dealer gets tips and yeah, so they want you to be a, I mean don't cheat, but they they want you to be good at poker cuz you'll sit there and so for her tip.
1: so for her it was cheaper to stay there and uh, drive to Utah where their actual the event, the event is. Oh, wow. Uh, to fly into Utah was, like, way more expensive from Pittsburgh because there's, I'm sure there's from Pittsburgh to, you know, Vegas or layover to Vegas or wherever, to Chicago to Vegas. There's a million going in and out every day. Right. A lot easier, cheaper to get that ticket. And then they stay there, cheaper to stay there, too. Oh, yeah. You know? And then, they're so they're driving. They got a Jeep. They took the top off. Sweet. And they're driving across the desert right now. Awesome. She's just been sending me pictures of cool stuff. They're going to see Mount Zion and all kinds of different things. So she's you know, they're awesome. doing some uh sightseeing as well and
0: they're gonna go to the dam?
1: Like is that like a God dam?
0: No, the Hoover Dam. I, no, you never seen Beavis and
1: ButtHead but ch- to America? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, is that is that, uh, <sighs> is, that is, is that
0: like a goddamn? <laughs> <laughs> I got to be honest, your butthead, your butthead impersonation did not invoke Beavis. Okay, and to all right, me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey,
3: hey, hey, hey ButtHead! Oh my God, it's hey, spot on. That it's that, spot
1: that one's much better. better. Yeah, I'm, I'm more of a Beavis guy. I look a little more like Beavis. I, I would say. Oh, you're Jace, the great, great Cornholio. Beavis. What,
2: Jace? He's got a nail, Beavis.
1: Uh, usually, I do a good butthead too. I was put a little on the spot there, uh, yeah. and the microphone being in front of my face, <laughs> it, it doesn't let me get the. <laughs> 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 that's
0: not bad. There you go. <laughs> hey, 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 Beavis. How's your Hank Hill?
1: Uh, n- I don't know. I I don't do too many. I don't sit around and do these. These were <laughs> things I did as a kid, just being an idiot. I'll I'll tell you what. I tell right you. <laughs> anyway, um, them, so them
0: boys, it's always fucking no, off of my tool shed. I, I, <laughs> oh, that's great. That's
1: great. <laughs> 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 That's wonderful. We should do more of these. Uh, we're just gonna do voiceover stuff. <laughs> uh, I'll be practicing, um, but yeah, they're getting the ride it, it, it sounds like a good trip. Uh, she's been sending lots of pictures. Sounds like she's having fun. So, but uh, we're gonna do some rod talk. Like I said, we were outside casting around some rods. Mark brought over a rod that, oh, boy, awesome. it is a really cool rod. It it would take. It's gonna take some other guys some practice. To he means get me. it right, he means me. Um, <laughs> I, honestly, I thought yeah, like I picked fired. it right up and fired it right away, like right around what you were doing, and it it just felt like so effortless. For the it's record, so
0: easy. I have never cast a two-handed rod before, though. So sure. Well, I mean, I need to defend myself here. <laughs> I feel targeted. I, I, I'm not targeting
1: you. I'm targeting <laughs> that guy too. I mean, geez, I did all right. He did. It do was order. it was it was good. Better than Chris, not great.
0: So, Mark, what did you get? A 9'9
2: nine nine Miser, 9'10 nine weight. More like a 10 weight. I don't know why they call it a 9'10, but uh, it's throwing. So that's kind of where it is right now. We're playing with it. Right. I so far have thrown one line that I absolutely hated. Threw it's just a standard 30 foot on it to see what it would do with it. It does pretty decent with the 30 foot. I'm throwing a 28 foot compact now. Doing really well with it. Um, the next week I've got a 25 foot coming. Cool. That one's going to be a little heavier. It's going to be a 600, so I want to see how it does with it because I've got a five hundred and a thirty, and then I may get another 630. One's a SYNC 4. I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe a SYNC 8 on the other. Mm-hmm. See where the 25 compares to the 28 now and then start necking them. Maybe put one at 27, one at 26 and play with them a little bit.
0: Cut cut down the 30 if you mm-hmm. need to. hmm
2: Yeah. Yep. So just try to figure out where exactly, somewhere between 25 and 28 feet the head it likes, but... Tell you what, I mean, from just regular, like, D-loop-style aerial casting to just fire it out, pick it up, lay it down. You can just literally just take the thing, throw it in front of you, pick it up, let go of the line, catch it in the back, let go 80 feet. Yeah. Nothing. Effortless. Like, even, like, side-arming. You can even just take it just straight like you would a regular cast and just use both hands. and Just let the line feed and just throw it back and forth, just straight. No D-loop, no nothing. An easily effortless three, two, three hauls, 60, 70 feet. I mean, just nothing to it.
0: And that's crucial when you're casting all
2: day. Yeah, I we're, mean, two it, days. And we're doing multiple days. Yeah, in a we're, row. Two days yeah. we're doing this with a dry fly and a dry line. Yeah. yeah. Like when it's both wet, like I'll go out in the morning with the dew, I mean, you're effortlessly damn near throwing the whole line. It's like all but a couple turns on the reel. And there's nothing to it. And it's not like you're just trying to sit there and go for distance. I mean, you take your first, like, throw out maybe eight or ten feet whatever you think you can after a roll like after you go into your figure eight roll it up boom slap it out start it from there so you're one two third one your head comes out and you let go i mean you're dang near throwing a line out
0: and you know what for lakes that might be really nice that extra nine inches mm-hmm. to get that extra depth up. on your eight absolutely yep
2: and then, too, just, like, i turn and, like, just pick out spots on the porch and just walk, like, right up through 50 feet, 40 feet, and then just boom, boom, boom. And, like, under the tree, like, he had his uh, oh yeah um, clothesline and went sidearm, like, what, 55 feet? yeah oh, yeah. And literally laid it right at the base of the tree with it under the clothesline that was, like, right in front, so you couldn't get the rod up. And it's like, you can, this, it is deadly accurate. It's ridiculous for that type of rod. I mean, wherever I was putting it or I wanted it, it was landing within a couple inches of it.
1: Nice. I know my shoulder. My shoulder's been hurting lately. And even with seven weights casting, just the motion. uh, Again, from, you know, we talked about it from April. I picked up a few walls at work and put a lot of strain on it one couple days and boom, it's been back to kind of been a little bit sore. And that rod, like the, the effortlessness to cast as far as I was casting. And I'm not a great caster by any stretch of the imagine, but... It it man, it really felt effortless, and it really felt like it was boom, booming it right out there. I was I was really impressed. I I'm not one to you know ooze over rods or things like that, but I really would like one of those. That's that's an awesome awesome rod. What a, a quality quality machine too. Oh, yeah, it's beautiful, it's unbelievable.
0: It, it comes with two tips. What are the it two does. different tips?
2: So you have a heavier tip, and then you have one that has fifteen percent less, so it's a little bit lighter. Now what I'm noticing is. And again, I haven't gotten into all the, like the lines of play with, so next podcast I'm going to have, we can hit on this again and have another, you know, here's what the 600 did, here's what I did when I cut it back. But what I'm finding with a 28-foot compact is, is that heavier alone, you can feel it. It doesn't load up quite as much, but when you, you're sending it and letting out that and coming to a stop, it's firing it a little bit better, at a little better loop and a little straighter. Now, the lighter one, this is loading it up a little bit better, but when you're trying to get that last power, it doesn't have as much power into the hull. So even though it is loading it better, in order to get it to fire with the same consistency and to not have it kind of fall at the end a little bit and losing power, you need to get the line speed up a lot on it. So you really got to get the left hand working with a lighter tip. So once I get on the water and start having like singles on it and doubles on it and start playing with the different flies, really going to learn a lot then with it, but... It's like, you know, it's it's nice to get me out of the basement for a little bit. I took, I cut the fly. <laughs> what I did is I cut the hook off of a fly. So now my dog is like, literally as soon as I let him out of the house, he runs right to the rod and he sits there at the rod. So him and I <laughs> just, for 15, 20 minutes, wear him out. And I'm just back and forth. He's running, chasing it back and forth, back and forth. So I've been playing with it a lot, trying to like just get everything dialed from backhanding to regular to just picking it up and firing it to like everything to see kind of what the nuances are with it and. It's definitely in a, in a league of its own.
0: And there, so, so I want to I want to say two things. One, uh, I'm very curious to see how both tips work underwater doing the figure eight. Yes. So you might Good end point. up going to the heavier one if that other one flexes a whole bunch. You know, I, and I don't know. We haven't had it. You just got it the other day. Yeah. So you Good haven't Tuesday. had it in the water yet. But i but probably uh,
2: put four hours casting with that thing already.
1: That's the second. It shows, thing. though. I mean, you, you're bombing out there pretty quick. Yeah. That's the
0: second thing I want to touch on is I don't care how good of a caster you are, if you're not out there practicing, you're not going to get any better.
1: Yeah, and no, we we were talking about that even just out, you know, with Jim trying to get to the second part of uh, like the double or single hauling now, right? Getting into moving into really, really pressing that second double haul, really, you know, like saying getting your line up high and and. Getting your hand up high and pulling back down as you're casting out, and something that oh, like I said, my wife's not there to stop that. Uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> really, that, that it made a big difference for me. And when I was casting musky flies, you know, years ago, and learning to, you know, just when we started out, just you know, you were single handing, you know, we were casting big twelve weights, single handed double Bufords, throwing our mm-hmm. shoulders out, blah blah yada yada. Doing things the wrong way, and. Mm-hmm. But you're still just, you know, that learning to double haul really helped you a lot. At least you could turn the fly over and you could really get the line out a little bit. And I noticed that practicing or or casting on a smaller rod really helps when you move up to the bigger rod. Casting Mm -hmm. the bigger rods did help, but like... Going down to a seven, six mm, weight. 100%. And learning to really get your... Do it something that's comfortable. <laughs> yes, exactly. Not cumbersome. You know, yes. No, learn on something cumbersome. Go down, learn on a lighter rod, learn to really double haul, learn to really learn to load rods and, and uh, gain line speed by doing that. That really helps. And then you move back Absolutely. up and man, now it's like, okay, now you really kind of can feel, you get feel for the rods and every rod that we learned even out in the yard. Looks yeah. a little bit different.
0: Yeah, like I brought my, uh, <coughs> I just picked it up yesterday. The Sage all right Salt 7-weight. I was out in the yard for an hour yesterday just learning how to cast it because it's unique.
1: So you broke the line yesterday then and then blamed it on us.
0: No, I, I blame it on me when I cooked that tree. <laughs> 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 when I brought that stick forward. Oh, you did. Yeah, I'm, I'm not blaming anybody here for breaking the loop of my line. It's totally me. But, uh, But that was a brand new rod, and it was unique. Like you have to slow your stroke down on that rod to let it load, and when it does, it is it's lightning fast after that. Cannon, an absolute cannon. But my dad picked it up last night. They came down for dinner. He couldn't cast it because he's used to casting his X I twos and X I threes, ten weight for stripers, and it's not that rod. It is it is not the same or even. Close to the same platform as the XI two or the XI three or even the one, because the one casts a lot like the XI three, in my opinion. I tell you
2: what, I don't know that one's a bit soft. It's nice. I, really I nice. Li- I like the one. Yeah. But I, I'm That's what Damien you, has. That, that thing's a cannon too.
0: That R eight. Once it took me ten minutes to figure out how to really cast that rod and. You have to be technical like you have to be with a fast-action rod, but it's not super, super, super you gotta fast.
2: Patient. you got to be patient with it.
0: And it is awesome. It is my favorite casting rod right now that I own.
1: So is it a rod that is supposed to have a, a like the same line to... You're supposed to line it just like you're supposed to. Exactly. Not line it heavy or anything <coughs> like that. Correct. Yep, I got
0: the 7-weight, and I'm throwing a 210-grain 7-weight line on it. And when you cast it right... It loads like a dream. I mean, I was effortlessly two back casts or two false well, casts. It feels like a four weight, first off. Oh, yeah. That, yeah I, it's it, so it, light.
2: It's, it's ridiculous. For a seven weight, it feels like you're holding a five.
0: Yeah. And I was throwing 80-foot, eighty, yard, 80 foot, not yard, 80-foot uh, casts. He was sending them all the way, dude. Like He, he was sending yeah, them to my neighbor's house. All my backing. All of it. But yeah. yesterday when Over I was playing roof. with it, uh, <laughs> I was sending 80-foot casts with two false casts once you get the timing of that rod down. But once you go to your next rod, it's different. The R8 is completely unique on how and where yeah, it loads that and the is. timing.
2: And that's like, I mean, like with the misers, I see that as an um, like an avenue for people that may not be adequate enough to cast a musky rod or might not want to. That's an easy way to do it. Mm-hmm. And the more time I put into it and I feel and I find out where everything is with it, then I can transfer that and I can teach it and, you know, like, by just taking that thing and slapping it out, picking it up, catching it above your head and firing it out. You can do that all day long and not have any experience with a flyer.
0: No, and you can water and load so that easy. thing. Oh, I'm sure and easily. send it that's 70 feet.
1: That's what he was just saying, yeah. And that's all you got to do. You can, like he was, you You yeah, come well, off your figure eight, you throw out just a little line, really start to drag it, you, don't you don't know, even through have the water. To, you
2: really don't even have to drag it. All you have to do is get enough line out to get enough line speed going back. You can catch it in the middle fire it back, come to a stop, let go of the line. It starts feeding out behind you, catch it, and stop in front of you. It doesn't even have to hit the water. All you have to do is if you have a heavy enough like head, but if it hits the water, you can use that to get your speed. But you really don't even have to do that. just yeah. literally just catch it behind you and just boom, 80 feet
0: and all day. My first time cast, it's hard for me to recognize that the bottom hand does all the work is your haul, right? Like yeah. So I'm still trying to push. You know my top hand, and I'm leaving my bottom hand where it is, and you can't you can't do that. You have to pull your bottom hand in, and and push out. I know you guys can totally see this visual, and when well, you can it. feel it too, because <laughs> when
2: <laughs> when you push with that right hand, you lose the power in the rod. And that line just loses that like power to it. When you pull with that left hand and go to a stop, just like you would be with a single hand, it's like boom and just fires. It's and
1: that's cannon. Wh- you almost and just like flick was. your top hand and pull your pull your bottom that's exactly. Hand. Like boom. boom, just a <laughs> boom and pull your bottom hand as quick as you can to yourself.
0: Yep. In my first couple casts, I just lost all feel of the line, and that's because I wasn't utilizing that that bottom hand.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And and like you guys have a bet on how soon I'll buy one. <laughs> but I I need to. We cast thought it was going to be uh, well. The
1: under <laughs> was uh, the under was right now as we were podcasting <laughs> with the under. The over was like you know we give you about four months. Uh,
0: well, it'll be six. I want to cast. I want to cast it a bit. I want to. I want to get my two-handed proficiency down. Uh, I've never had to use two hands for anything in my life, so <laughs> <laughs> so I want to learn how to use two hands before I drop uh, uh, a lot of money on yeah. a sweet awesome. rod. Awesome I'm already rod thinking though. about the
2: bigger one now. Jeez. I got the nut.
1: Yeah, then
2: <laughs> you're really gonna need two hands for that
0: uh,
1: one. Yeah, right. Hey, at least if I know if I go out with Mark, I'll be asking to use that one. Be like hey go. man, hey I'm 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 gonna come musky fishing with you, Mark. Tell yeah, you what, yeah, that rod's great. Well, yeah, you I got. I've about
2: got my arsenal right where I want
0: it now. Yeah, yeah, and you got a bad wing. It's perfect for you.
2: I
1: know. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, at this point, it would be really uh, useful. I might just mm-hmm. have to see if uh, we're gonna kick Rick off you guys musky team. We'll switch. We'll switch people. <laughs> nah,
0: it's probably not gonna
1: happen. we'll <laughs> <It's> wishful thinking. <laughs> <laughs>
2: not unless you're driving down there and bringing oysters, out. You, guys,
0: you guys, and a camper Mark, that I can sleep in. Mark, uh, Mark
1: will be a. Uh, well, he'll be on my team instead. I'll be sleeping in the camper. You can sleep in the camp.
0: Oh, you want Rick on your team?
1: That's what I was saying. Rick could be on my team. Oh, or, no! Rick can go on their team. I'll take you guys. Oh, or you gotcha. guys take me. Whatever. I don't think Rick. Or gonna you be know what? Even be, no you <laughs> would be even better. I think when you guys are going through the arsenal, the, the musky rod's just missing. <laughs> and he's like oh jay's having an easy day we're going down to him to take my rod back
0: and he just leaves a <laughs> like a bunch of bananas yeah, in my rod locker thanks for the rod <laughs> there'll
1: be a yeah. bunch of bananas and i'll have taken the rod out
0: that'd be really funny <laughs> that, i'd kill you
1: though I, yeah you guys would be no you'd be lining <laughs> down to me at mock speed we'll catch you uh, well i understand you had been at our end of the lake which is the other end of the lake in mock speed. Mm. Where's the rod? Here are the bananas, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it might happen. Who that, knows? That Who knows? Really the funny. shenanigans might happen. I got to lock our
0: storage now, Mark.
1: Oh, boy. That's yeah. good time.
0: So we cast a miser, uh, nine ten. Yeah. And the sage, R8, salt. Man, that thing is... That sage is...
1: And talk about the eyes a little bit because we all looked at them yeah, like they the were weird. And did you bend them already, you idiot?
0: Yeah. So the bottom two eyes on the R eight Salt are actually, technically, backwards. If you look at them, they look backwards, and that's so when uh, your line is screaming out from a, a bonefish or a tarpon or a permit or whatever, you're in casting. Your your knots aren't getting aren't getting stuck, aren't getting caught in that in that static back two eyes, and they're. It it looks weird, but it's really nice.
2: Supposed to allow for a lot less friction too, like when you're casting. Yep, it's, uh, the payload has them like that. And that's it's interesting. I they're might, nice. I mean, they're Fuji eyes. They're really nice.
0: I might talk to Tom, and f- for my next twelve weight, see if that makes sense.
2: Because I I need another. I was eyeing it up hard today, looking at that. It's funny because outside because I have the payload, and I, I'm looking at it and I'm going like, boy, I wonder because the payload or Pretty much the same. Well, I, I now, again, I was looking at the two-piece eight weight. Right. In comparison to the Sage payload eight weight. I tell you, that would be nice to have on there. Them are really, really nice.
0: hmm Reverse those back two eyes, and maybe make them a little bigger.
2: I got Tommy making one out with bigger guys. I can't so wait I'm to gonna see it. That. That's going to be yeah, nice.
0: That's Yeah, I want to see that. Well, I'm so. stripping
2: both my 10 and 12. I got, like, everything there almost.
0: And he can do it. I mean, he does each one. I mean... The, unless you buy from Muskie which were great rods, they're the same rods. Yeah, same rod, yeah. But if you go on his site and custom order a rod, I mean, whenever I have, I've always ordered the the cork. Now, so I'd get the cork and I'd get those two eyes backwards, backwards, uh, bigger, bigger rear guides, and a hook, and See, a hook holder.
2: This one I went with an inch and a half I'm fighting butt because, like Jim, like knows, like like when we're like walking away in our areas and you don't have a lot of room. That inch and a half is nice because like I'll fire it like almost to the trees and then just stop real quick and then just hammer where you'd think it'd be nicer with a longer butt. It really isn't. The longer butt's really nice for on lakes when you can like really let the rod go out and like let them cast open up. But them short ones, I just yeah. want that power in my wrist and like them uh like the ten weight predator. That's right. a neat little rod for doing that type of casting with.
0: I might bring my X I two on Wednesday.
2: What
0: weight's
2: that? Ten. Is it figure eight fine?
0: Yeah. Hmm. Maybe I'll bring my Scott twelve.
2: Mm. 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 Might not be a bad idea. Chippy <laughs> be fine too. What do you have the twelve?
0: Yeah. I have I have ten. a ten, I have the, the ten. 10 foot two piece and a twelve foot two piece, and then I've got the four foot ten weight or the four piece ten weight. I have too much stuff. Oh, yeah. We're going to get to (laughs) you guys and your
1: beast talk, what you're going to bring here in just a little bit. Um, But before we get uh, any further along with that stuff, um, I want to move on to Mark and Jim's Pick a Rule massacre. You guys caught a ton of them. And massacre, I mean, just being, you know, just... It was one of those... You guys are killing them out there. It was one of those, hey...
4: What do you think about me possibly going and doing this fishing? And he was like, ah, I don't know. That's probably your best shot for today because, I mean, it was super hot. Super hot, super low. It was before that storm came in, that first one that we had at the beginning of the week. And went over, stopped over at Mark's, you know, seen some of the new equipment. He, he got the new hatch in, the new uh, dragon blood as he can, as he's over there clicking it. He it's, hasn't put it down since we've sat down. It's beautiful. It is. Yes. It's beautiful. It's sweet. So I was checking out some of the new reels, and, you know, right before I was getting ready to leave, I was like, you know what? I was like, you know what you could do? And he's like, what's that? And I was like, you could just go in your house and get your shit, and you come with me. He's like, no, nah, I got stuff to tie. I was like, I'm only going for a couple hours. He's like, all right, give
0: me five minutes. <laughs> 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 he That's why you didn't come with me yesterday. Yeah, probably <laughs> I got a
2: lot done yesterday
4: it's So like 16, I think. So we went out and uh, You know, right out of the gate You know, we got pulled up to the spot And uh there was somebody fishing off the bridge Literally like vertical fishing weeds Right underneath this, this bridge That we have to park and by like
2: Six inches of water Yeah,
4: there's nothing underneath that bridge So we ended up going A little further down And uh Started wading around, and that uh eventually turned into a, hey, let's try to target some carp, because there was a ton of carp in this one pool that we stopped at. I and mean, a couple ton of, doozies. of some hogs in there. Like The one carp that was in there circling had to be every bit 18 to 20 pounds. I mean, it was a big class fish. So walked and waited all through there, didn't do any good there, and then ended up going back over to the other side where we seen that fisherman and— just did the typical walk-on all the way up through the river and just started picking them off. Oh, they were tucked in everywhere. Yeah, they were tucked in everywhere. White there. and chartreuse. Yeah. It's
2: like I ran in one fly, I ran yellow. I was like, oh, I'll just go. It'll be fine. It's like, it's like Cardinal Sin to run anything else but white and chartreuse. Like, yeah, it'll be all right. Nothing. Jim's like, fish, fish, fish. Like, you gotta be kidding. Yeah, I'm just Switched ho- over to white and chartreuse, second cast, boom, fish. But I don't know, we probably hooked. We probably had 15 fish come out and swipe, but
4: mm, I'd say we probably landed between like eight and nine of them. i tell you what, though, was. Any work. size?
2: No. Dink no.
4: on dink after dink. I'd say the biggest one is probably like 13 inches, 14 inches oh, maybe at the dinks. most. Like
2: crazy dinks.
0: You ever eat pickerel?
2: No, not yet.
0: I hear it's okay.
2: Well, we have to get one to size now.
0: Right. And, and you flay them like a pike. I'll right? tell you, you what take, I would do with it. Yeah, they probably got a out of take that Y-bone out.
2: Yeah, but pickle them. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, uh, from what I hear, it's pickle, really good. And then uh, bones disintegrate in the pickling. Oh. So yeah, you can. I made
0: you know. friends at work this past week. Uh, I brought a Caesar salad in and a can of anchovies. Raccoon. And no, I I can't smell. Oh. So I had no idea that anchovies, when you open the can, is relatively offensive to some people. Oh. So I'm in the office. Go out, grab my salad. I come in, I pull the sardines out of my work bag, open it up, and the guy in the office next to me is like, "Oh, oh, what is that?" I'm like, "Those are sardines." He's like, "Why would you do that?" I'm like, "Why would I do what?" He's like, "They stink." I'm like, "Oh, I guess they might. I I don't know." And it's not that I'm being inconsiderate. I just I don't know. Can't smell. Can't smell. Born without a sense of smell. How would? That's great. But I mean, it was a great salad delicious
4: <laughs> but stank out the whole office yeah, well maybe if really get some big two people went for
0: a walk
1: <laughs> <laughs> talking about pickerel stinking pickled pickerel eating them mm-hmm. that, that
0: hmm. would be good is it uh if it's if it if it's not if it survives the pickling like it's not too mushy where it wouldn't no. just turn into
1: it, no, that's a harder. That's probably
2: a harder yeah, fish, wouldn't
0: I you think? I mean, if it's a walleye pie, oh, no, there's like uh, I think or
2: something did a recipe on it. Oh, nice! I tell you what, though, that was the first time I used that payload for its actual intended purpose. <laughs> oh, wow! You're a fan. I mean, you can just fire cast up and down a little creek with very little. I mean, you don't need much bend. It's like once you like get the head, you got to go with it. You don't carry line with that rod. But as soon as you do, it's eight foot eight, so it's kind of nice for wading around with. Nice, yeah, yeah. I love that thing. It was. It's just a. It's a cannon. It, yep.
4: it shoots a laser beam. I
2: oh, mean, you can be standing effort. waist deep two holes, and just fire out yeah, seventy it's feet. It's effortless. With is it. that the yeah.
0: inevitable? Is that the next generation of the method?
2: No, that is the next generation of the Pike. Uh, Bass peacock rods, the okay. ones, the gr- the Seven Eleven green rods, then they went up or Seven Ten, whatever they were.
0: What what, eight, eight. what is the next generation of the method? Because it went TCR Tcx the,
2: um, method, not the song the um uh, igniter. Yeah, that's it. That's igniter. yeah.
0: I love my TCR.
1: So you were uh, you were catching all the pickerel, Jim? No, Mark came
4: in yeah, at first. I was. I took the lead and I told after him, that, I said, Mark you
2: want this right side, the fish are there. And I gave him, the, I told you, I gave you the bone.
4: Yeah, he was like, all right, we got two choices. Wait, here. what? You.
2: I gave him the bone.
4: I yeah. took the marrow. Well, he, the way he worded it was, is oh, all right, geez. What do you want the inside or the outside? And I was like, what I don't What you boys care. do on the
1: creek is your own business. And he's like, anyway. well,
4: the outside's got all the fish on it. And I went, okay. So that, that was the easy choice for me. No, Mark came back. And then
2: I just stood on the other side and picked them off from his side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, though, that one was cool. It was like way out when it ate, like probably through like 60 foot cast or so up, and a like couple strips in it just blew up. That was a fun
3: one.
1: Yeah, it was mine. It what was like what now, because you've been talking about them being, you know, in the spot you're saying for quite some time now, invasive. Um, have you seen them, uh, the size of them grow?
2: No, it's total and utter decimation. They have gotten to the point that they are so overpopulated they can't grow big enough at this yeah, okay. point. Yep. So when they first started, no. It was, I, I've caught, literally in one year, I think I caught six fish over 20 inches. Go go, go find one. Good luck.
1: Uh, now they're all 15.
2: I Z. mean, You're going to catch 30 fish to maybe find one over 15. It is just ding after ding after ding. There's so many.
0: What's the legal size to keep? I think
2: it's 18. So many of them.
0: Mm. 18s. 18s a decent sized fish. If they drop that down to 12, they'd have. I wonder what half stick of dynamite would do. Well, they'd not have enough. They'd have not the locals pulling them out.
4: They're everywhere, man. I mean, fingerlings all the way up to that like foot size fish. They're just everywhere.
0: Oh, I got. You know, and you
1: wonder what the ending, like the ending point of all that, will end up being. You know, where where's the stopping point? Where will it end up being? You right know, here. right? You're you're looking at it. You're you you fished it. You fish it. Yeah.
2: You go to it.
1: Oh, I know. Oh no, I know. Just Down saying. and up. It just. I I don't want them to go much further and see this whole that whole thing get you know overrun with that kind of. You know, at least, I don't know. That's just a little.
4: Then we go fishing with, you know, a car battery and some metal prongs. <laughs> That's
1: what I was saying. <clears throat> How do we it's, go about that? And it's then an
4: unfortunate situation that had plenty,
2: sh- plenty, plenty, plenty brought to its attention, and it was disregarded, huh. and it's still being. There are still people that have brought it to its attention, and it's still being brushed aside.
3: Th- I don't I mean, know there-
2: what else you can do with it.
1: Well, in some places they're i mean they are native to some places around here,
2: right? about an hour and a half is the closest you're gonna get, but the issue you run okay. into here is you have uh grass pike, which look identical, but don't get the size, so they don't wanna per- drop a size limit on them down too low because then you're gonna kill them but okay yeah so if if
0: you kill one grass million. pike for ninety nine pickerel, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, at uh, at that point, I would think it'd be one of those things. It's. It cannot
3: be
2: overturned at this point. Yeah. Because when it was told to me that angler harvest can no longer resolve the issue, that was many years ago. And I can tell you what, from then to now, you'd walk through, you catch three, four, five fish, you maybe get a pike, and you get some good fish. They were almost always 15 to 20. Now you walk through, you never see a pike, and there is. 50 fish in a row, I, 8 I, to 15.
0: I tell you what, you run an article in the Derrick in Venango County saying if you go to location X, you can keep all the pickerel you want. Anglers will decimate that population. Oh. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, then you're never
2: going to get rid of them either.
0: But the people
2: yeah <laughs> well you well, just, when what's that, what's w- worse when you, when you the pickerel are the people <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> i mean
0: that's if that's not a like just impaling yourself on a sword i mean what well, else is once the pickerel are gone the people will go back to eating their eight inch stalkers
2: oh yeah and the dump truck of trash along the river and everything else that's decimated
1: after they're gone which you know? could yeah. be a
0: fundraiser for the game commission I think commission. the
1: game commission should have probably just figured out a way to do this before. Or or at least, I don't know. I guess you can't. It's one of those things. It's like when, you know, to Lake Erie, you know, they put this in and they put this in to fix this. And it's like, it's like uh, that uh, episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia when the cat got stuck in the wall. And then they threw another cat in the, into the hole in the wall to get the other cat out of the wall. And by the time you know it, then there's 15 cats in the wall. Right. You know, try and get other cats out of the wall. And it's one of those things, you know, do, do you put these in, even, you know, even we look at it with uh, hybrids. Yeah. Do you put the hybrids in to stop the population of the shad? Do you, you know, do you do you mess with, because, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I, I, uh, there were no hybrids here, naturally. Right. <laughs> and there aren't supposed to be, okay, so. Anywhere. Yes. <laughs> those aren't, those are just made-up fish that are the, I mean, don't get me wrong, they're, they're the coolest made-up fish in the world, but. It's like
0: where I don't know. Tiger muskie are pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. They don't pull quite like a hybrid. They're not made up though.
0: <coughs> no, yeah, they're, they're not. A, technically, yeah, they're, yeah, technically, they're, yeah. not
1: real. They're yeah. They have a natural. There are no naturally like a liger. they yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, like a liger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> a hybrid is more like a liger. <laughs> I don't think any uh, white bass are out at the sea uh, hanging out with any uh, real stripers. <laughs> right.
3: But.
0: Uh, but look at the game it's, commission. It's the same with. Uh, The coyotes that they, air quote, didn't introduce, and the fishers, which they acknowledge they introduced, (laughs) and the fishers have helped kill the grouse and the turkey and and all sorts of things. But yeah, why do we want that though? Well, they introduced the fishers to kill the porcupines,
1: and now they kill all the grouse.
4: Now the porcupines are gone. Now they need more shit to tear up.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. Now they're not done. They're like, well, hey, we we got all done with all those. Same same as anything else.
0: Yeah, we have one on our creek. And my kids love chasing the kitty. They call it a kitty, and they they try to chase it. And I'm like, guys, leave that thing alone. It kills the porcupines. It's going to kill you if you get too close to it. And, uh, fishers rarely attack people. I mean, I, w- I wouldn't want to mess with one though. No, no, no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like, hey, grab its tail. And see what <laughs> yeah, that's happens. what I mean. Like, or <laughs> try to pick it up. Well, my Don't kids go aren't pet the fisher. My kids can't climb a tree like a fisher can. I mean, if if that fisher wants to get caught, he's going to get caught. Sure, but, but he can outrun my. Six and three-year-old. It's a wild ferret on meth. Yeah. Basically. And steroids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're, they're cute. They're oh, cool jerks, animals. But they're cute.
1: It depends on which side of things you see. You know, if, if, you, if you're on the side of we should wipe out every predator and be the predator, sure, they're jerks. Uh, me, I still think we should have our natural predators. But this yeah. is just everybody else's way of thinking if you... Because ha- now natural predators kill... People's chickens kills people's this kills people's that's their goats they're this they're cows you know no we hate them mm. they're bad they're terrible animals when they were the ones here naturally keeping but they the population in check the fishers were not no, here f- no I'm seeing a, a lot of those animals oh, yeah, that we yeah. hate like the coyotes mm. and these other things mountain lions out how about
2: the pike because they eat the trout
1: <laughs> yeah pike they should be they should get thrown on the bank because they eat the trouts all of our stocked non-native trout.
0: Jay, there are no mountain lions in Pennsylvania. Oh my gosh. There, there were at one point. There are now. I know there are. I know <laughs> but there if are. you ask anybody with any clout, there are zero mountain lions there in Pennsylvania. There used
2: to be a lot of buffalo in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And there used to be a significant amount of bears. And, and a elk, too. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'll
4: be <laughs> honest, the elk program has come back. It really has. Astronomically. I I'd mean, like that's... to
0: see them spread.
4: I'm talking about just, like, the size of the elk that they're harvesting. Some of those tags that come
1: out of there, oh, I
0: mean, they're, they're, oh, they're monsters. Yeah, they're,
1: you're, never, you're not going to get I mean, any you're beggar. talking 300-inch-plus
0: bulls. Yeah, I'd like to see it spread out, though. Like, those elk could survive the whole way over to the Poconos, the whole way over to the Ohio border. But they kind of keep them—they they try to keep them hemmed in to that, to that area, that Benazette area—
1: which is well, it's a tourist attraction as well. They want to keep him right there because, mm-hmm. I mean, geez, people go there to see him breeding in the fields, like I did, and yeah. it was awesome. I got to see yeah, them it's, spread.
0: It's amazing. Yeah, they're they're, they're majestic creatures, but uh,
1: oh, I would like to go find a shed up there and walk around and just find some elk
0: sheds. Can you legally shed hunt? Yeah, yes, yes you can. There? Are
1: you allowed to? You're allowed to keep yeah. them. You don't got to do anything extra uh, for uh, them. I don't think so.
0: That's cool. That's cool. I mean but, um, we've
1: talked about we talked about going up and looking for them in a couple of places my brother-in-law and Chad and all those was, fellas.
0: Yeah, I I and the Eagles have come back which is which is awesome. One more
1: time. They this is their last tour. You know, they're they're back for one more time around. I think they're going to be retired after this. Uh but yeah, if you're if you have if you can get tickets, go see them.
0: I fucking hate the Eagles, man. <laughs>
1: oh, really? Oh god, I love the Eagles. Oh, Eagles been, Oh Jesus, what is wrong with you two? <laughs> Oh, the eagles are great.
2: The eagles are back, yes. But the downside to it is it so came back the red red tails significantly bad. Yeah. Like way too many hawks. Way too many. I hit one with my
0: truck years ago, and it died. And it was a beautiful, mature red tail. And I called the game commission, and I said, Hey, I've got a red-tailed hawk in the bed of my truck. I struck it with my truck completely on accident because there's no way I could purposefully strike a red-tailed hawk with my truck. May I please keep it? And they said, we'll have somebody there in five minutes to acquire that hawk. And I Mm. went, Roger that. Here's my address. Damn. (laughs) At least you tried. Well, I wanted it because if they approve it, they'll give you a tag and you can have a taxidermist. Yeah, that'd be cool to have
4: the taxidermy.
0: I really wanted a hawk picking up a squirrel or something like that. Taxidermy. That'd have been really cool.
2: Yeah, that's all federal once you start getting into yeah, that. Yeah,
0: and PA Game Commission was uninterested in me having that mount, even though the bird was dead. Accidentally killed, but not my rules, whatever.
1: So I just was informed when I went upstairs that uh, there's a lone little girl upstairs who wants to hang out with the guys. So Bring it down. I think when I come back, one of our topics was uh Art Creek fun and she's gonna come on the podcast and sit in for Jim for just a segment. Fantastic. So we'll talk about that, but we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back with uh me and Jim kicked the crap out of some uh catfish. They weren't quite as big as we wanted them to be. You know, there were no twenty and twenty pound monsters, but there was one one good fish and we had a quantity over quality night. And it was a good time. I'll it was tell a good you that. Time. Awesome. I gotta we gotta go back because you never know it's like it's like being in Vegas. you pull that slot machine down, you never know what's ticking on the other end of it. you know it could be a monster at any time.
0: Yeah, but usually disappointment.
1: Hey, so I got a uh, text yesterday, and we were at my mom's house. me and daughter have been hanging out this weekend and trying to you know get time in with fixing things around the house and like I mentioned and doing everything and uh my buddy texts me, and I'm like, hell yeah, I want to go catfishing. I really want to go catfishing. He's like, I'm getting some good baits today. And when he said good baits, that got my heart pumping. And I'm like, Mom, what are you what are you doing tonight? And she's like, Well, I'm I'm taking all the kids for a sleepover. I'm like, Well, this is perfect. <laughs> this is all gonna work out. Yeah. You know, me and her got a lot of time to hang out. We've been chilling. You know, she can hang out with her cousins because you know soon it's gonna be school time and there's gonna be less of the hanging out. You know, summer vibes. So. Live it up for the next couple of weeks, and uh, heck yeah, worked out perfect. You know, a little later, every all the kids were going to be in anyway. You know, nobody else is doing anything. It was late at night, so uh, I was like, heck yeah, I want to go. I've been seeing some of the catfish, and you know, and I I wanted to go for weeks, and thank gosh you called me. I, I really enjoyed it.
4: Yeah, man, I'm glad that you you know you had the the ability to go last night. I mean. I I was going regardless. I don't care if I have anybody to go with or not. I'm I'm that guy. I'll go sit on a riverbank in the middle of the pitch black by myself if I have to. It's just you got to be there. You got to put time in. It's it's one of those species of fish. I mean, you're going to catch them regardless just by going. You know, it's a numbers game. But time spent on the water is where you're going to get your big one.
1: He told me, uh, hey, meet me at uh, X establishment that we always I, – I go in and out of now Headliners. after floats – No, Uh, after floats, (laughs) uh, you know, right there in beautiful downtown. Uh, And uh, so he's like, meet me there at 845. So I'm like, well, I'm at my mom's. There's six, seven kids there that are all ranging from one year old to my daughter being the oldest at 10.
0: I'll be there at 730.
1: And I was like, (laughs) well, I might be 10, 15 minutes early. So I went, got there just, just early enough to go in and. He wasn't in the parking lot yet. I said, that looks like an ice cold yingling waiting for me over there, about 50, you know 50 feet away. So I walked over and had a beer, waited on him to get there. He got there. I was roaring and ready to go. Nice. Good. So you could chug a 22-ouncer in 10 minutes, jump into Jim's truck, and there we went, man. And he had great bait. And uh, all the rod setups, they're sweet rods. You got, like you said, they're, you're yeah, all gonna, set up and ready to go, man. I'm going gonna, I'm
4: gonna to let you take this one. I want you to explain the whole experience because Derek loved it. I mean, I hooked Derek the first time I took him and Andrew out. He, I mean, he was buying the rods, the reels. He, he's loaded down. He, he's sent me everything that he's purchased. He's got, like, identical setups to mine almost.
1: Nice. Well, again, I used to do a lot of catfishing when I lived in Columbus. Uh, we would go to the local rivers there uh, a couple local lakes uh, and we there was a friends my the, my roommate his dad's best friend had a three acre maybe four acre pond that had giant fed bass in it uh, had like this sweet picnic table area with a gazebo laid out I mean it was it was this awesome pond and the one end it was really deep and and these fish were fed, and it had flatheads in it. It had a bunch of channel cats, big, big bass, like three or four grass carp. He said, "Just don't catch the grass carp. That's the only rule." Okay, we won't we won't snag the grass carp because it's they're impossible to catch anyway. Uh but you know we caught we had the same setups, but it it it's been so long since I've done that. I got there with you, and you had all the same rod setups. My buddies had had, you know, I have a decent one upstairs, and. Not like yours. It doesn't have the ticker on it, but you know, big catfishing rod. And I, man, I'm, I was out of out of practice. There is something to it, you know. And there is something to hearing it, hearing it go, uh, feeling, uh, reeling down to the fish, pulling that weight off the bottom. That I forgot about. That my first. I should have watched him do it first and learned. I let I let Jay go, so I got you know the first to laugh two. At me. Or, I've got the first two or three rod
4: setups, and by the time I'm getting into the last couple, that first rod started zinging already. And I mean it's going. And I looked at Jay, I'm like, "Have at it, man. Go in. is all you." Because I, I mean, after you told me you were going, I already knew in my head, this is Jay. I, I'm gonna make Jay catch every single fish, every single one that gets hit. I had one rod that I was watching by myself for the whole night. Other than that, I didn't care. So that first rod went off and he went over and he grabbed it. I told him, I was like, pick it up, shut, click over, you know, go back to the main drag because I'm using a two-stage rod. So I got a bait feeder that's got a, a light drag that goes up to 10 pounds. And then once you reel it over one revolution, it goes to max drag. So it's 35 pounds of drag. So, I mean, that's a pretty stout, you know, switch yeah. over. And he, I watched him click it over. I watched the fish pull the line tight. And I don't know what happened. He set the hook and there was no fish. And then it was just look back at me in pure terror. Like, oh my God, what happened? (laughs) So, you know, first one is what it is. So I get that one rebated up, cast that one out. I'm still going back to trying to get the other couple rods out in the water.
0: You can have three each.
4: Uh, Three each. Yeah. So last night, just for the stretch of bank that we were on, just for, you know, the sake of the distance that we had between each individual
1: line that was sitting out. I only ran four. Because that was perfect for us. Yeah, they yeah, I mean, per, was, yeah it was, was perfect. perfect. Yeah. So. There was one hot rod. I mean, there was one rod yeah. that was consistently going off when all the other ones were not. Mm-hmm. So, other ones would sit. I mean, one sat like, with the live bait on it all night in a nice deep spot, but didn't go off. But this one just seemed like this one just had the hot.
0: Different bait? Um, Same bait?
1: Well, yeah, it was all blue gills. honestly Honestly, um, we had
4: one run at the very beginning of the night, the first fish that we had a run on was on a live bait. After that, they were on cuts.
3: Really?
4: I couldn't get a fish to take a live one.
2: Probably so. has something, because that always seems to be the fact. Like, whenever you set baits, there's always, like, one rod that is. And it's, like, got to be that one that just has the perfect set to where it lines up, to where it just swings the bait right into him or what have you. And it just... There's got to be something. Well, There's always that one.
4: In that particular spot off that pool, like that's where I was saying on like the last podcast, whenever I had that fish that kept running me up the riffles, Mm -hmm. it's right there on that current seam. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it drops off right into that pool. So, I mean, that's that's a perfect drop off for bait to come over naturally. So, I mean, obviously there's going to be bigger fish sitting there eating. And that was was the rod for the night. But, Jay, uh, I'm not going to let him off the hook. So... He messed up that first one. And then by the time I'm getting the rest of these rods set up, another rod went off. And I went, go ahead, Jay. Have at it. Same thing. Reeled down to it. Watched the fish pull tension. And he set the hook. And then same thing. Looked at me like, what am I doing wrong? And he's like, all right, I'm going to let you do the next one. And I, I really wanted you to get that third one. And on that third one, Jay picked it up. That Now, that fish, you hooked that fish. I will give you that. You you set the hook into that fish. That fish ran you across like a piece of rebar or something metal down there because he sheared you off. I mean, took well, the whole rig.
1: There's only everything in the kitchen sink, and uh, I mean, literally everything. Oh, I cou- it. I mean, there's yeah. cars, so, wait, couches. Wait, at
2: this point, when you sheared them off, you had already farmed two. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so now, I'm hurting, man. Sun, I'm like, oh yeah. Like, oh, so, I'm like, man. Of all this talk of me, you know, used to be doing this stuff all the time, and this being like one of my things I like to do. I and, was loving every, know, every I've moment. I've caught of blue it. cat. I bet you were. I was
4: basking in this because my, like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. The fly fishing full rotation now you're at my world pal <laughs> welcome to my world jay hey remember how shitty i rode a couple of weeks ago this is full
1: you know was it just the two of you
4: uh it was just the two of us and then um i reached out to one of my other buddies that i usually can't fish with and he didn't know if he was going to be able to stop down but he ended
1: up stopping down with us for a little bit my buddy tom cool and he does construction yeah tim and jay got and along perfectly he went fine. into construction talk for about way too long because I hate talking work when I'm doing my stuff but it was fun it cool. was fun and we you know we talked and just it was good banter back and forth and uh, just the, I thought the camaraderie down there all together it's just we were like mm. we were like if somebody would have been listening on this side they, these guys are just a bunch of like chatty Cathy's these guys are three guys just showing pictures of fish and talking well what do you do when you're catfishing it's not like you're casting the whole time you put the baits out, and you sit, you have a beer or whatever you have, and you enjoy but, the but time. I gotta,
4: but you got to admit, that is a solid system. Yes. Well, that is a and, very solid and once system.
1: you stepped up at the next one, and I watched you do what you do, I, and I you showed got you this how to fish get one. and I was like, all right, all right, I'll do that. And then it was and game then, on. And then it was game and on. And then every one on. of them was, I didn't lose another.
0: So what were you so. doing wrong? Uh, I you don't
4: know. I was, you weren't reeling fast you, enough whenever you were setting the hook. You weren't getting the lead you know, off of, yeah, off of the were, ground fast enough.
1: I wasn't feeling. When I, like, I, I was feeling the lead and thinking the lead was the fish and not picking, the, not picking the lead up and then feeling the fish.
0: Gotcha. You got the months. tension and you set the hook and all that did was bring the lead off the yeah, bottom.
1: Yeah, and I didn't I didn't pick the lead up off the bottom and, and seeing when he did that and that feel. And then once you pick that lead up, you can start to feel the fish more. Pool, pool, and now I have okay. The fish is there. Boom! Now you, now you whale on his ass, and now you're, gotcha. now you're railing into some fish, which you know it just took me a second to get back into it. I just needed to, you know, again, if you go and do, don't do something forever, yeah, you know, and then you go back to doing it, or you something you don't do all the time, and it just took me a second to get back into the swing. But it was, uh, it
4: was, it was a very fast paced night. I mean, mm-hmm. we had seven or eight takes within the first forty five minutes we were there. Wow. I mean, this was all before ten o'clock. I mean we we I met up with Jay at, you know, eight forty five by the time we got set up and really fishing. You know, it's quarter after nine or something like that. I mean, and that's all before ten o'clock. So that forty five
1: minute window just. You can tell boom, boom, he's been boom, trained boom, by boom, Mark because he was boom, there at awesome. eight forty five on the dot. I, I, I watched him pulling in. I had you know, uh, you know. Three inches of beer left. Eight
2: forty-five for you. It'd have been eight forty if I was. If there. it was
4: Mark, it was eight forty for sure. I'm five minutes early for Mark. I don't uh, okay, <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, I was we don't there.
0: I was there. T- I was there. Fifteen. Just five to minutes hang early. Life's up, great. <laughs> Mark and I fished together, and I'm like, I'm gonna be there twenty minutes early because I want to get the boat set up. I'm there half an hour early. And Mark's like, "Yeah, I just got here a little bit ago." I'm like, "How do you beat me every time?" <laughs> <laughs> I get
1: there, Mark's like, "Oh, I just, I just took one of my re- uh, lines off, relined this." I'm like, he, "Well, I was after work that day." But, you know, yeah, he's casting he knew I was
2: for
3: an, an hour
0: time, before you get yeah. there.
2: I don't do well when I pr- rush myself.
0: Well, and you, you are. I'm very thorough. You're, and you're also a very, very early riser. And you just go. You yeah. you don't do downtime well. Like you're mm. either you're either tying or you're fishing. So if there's like a three o'clock time that we're gonna meet,
2: oh, it screws with me bad. You're
0: like I'm gonna tie until noon, and then I'm gonna walk around the house eight or nine times, and finally go. Forget it. I'm going. <laughs> Man, you got it. You nailed it. That's a hundred
2: percent it. A hundred percent it.
1: <laughs> well, that's funny <laughs> 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 the nice thing about evening fishing is you know there's no having to get up early there's right? just you know there's just you just go you know and
0: well i was gonna go out thursday evening on the big river but it hit four and a half feet and we i mean we finally got rain yeah like, we got real rain we substantial got substantial rain almost three inches yeah, this last lot. week at home all the rivers and creeks were blown out like we got we got real rain so once once we get some of this color off, I'm I'm excited for for this week and right. not next weekend because I'm pretty sure I shouldn't be casting a fly rod. Oh, but be the fine. week after,
1: uh, it, it's not yeah. that bad. We'll, we'll we'll get into it, and but it's not that bad. Jim right, cool. Jim messaging
2: it was like what three four o'clock I'm trying maybe even a little bit later. It's like, I'm trying to get Jay to go. You want to come tonight? I was like, I still got a bunch of time to do. I got to dye tails. I didn't even get to the dying tails. I got the tying done. I took a shower, and it was like nine fifteen. Like, yep, I'm gonna bed.
4: Well, we can definitely we can make it to where we could all go if you guys would like. We I could would, all arrange a day. I
0: I would like that. I really would. It would
4: have to be a Saturday just because that lines up perfect for me as far as like a bait run goes. So
1: mm. we should do a. Uh, I'm gone. We should do
0: a Saturday podcast
1: and just go straight out to fishing right after.
0: That's a good idea. I'm gone the next three Saturdays though. so this next Saturday I'm not going anywhere because of things. and then the next two Saturdays I'm in Illinois. No, I'm not. Next Saturday I'm Illinois. We're coming back Friday. so maybe that that Saturday is it the 19th? 20th? Oh, I don't
1: No, 17th is a Saturday uh, because I'm going to be visiting Aaron to get my tattoo finished up.
0: Oh right on. so that's 17th. Yeah. Maybe we do a Saturday podcast and then, stop and buy a case of beer. We could do that. Yeah, I. I'll I, take
4: a nap that day. I'm out of work at two. Yeah, me too.
0: <laughs> Cause I'm, cause I'm, in be, I'm in bed at ten, ten fifteen. So oh, oh. <coughs> I just day, got. Day, I don't know
2: day. what it is. Like it, it. It didn't start till probably like
1: maybe a year ago. You're old, Mark. That's what's happening. We're Dude, old. It I'm is the same way.
2: We're I gotta to wake up to pee. Yeah. And it's like yeah, a, a quarter to, f- like today, a quarter to five, I woke up and I was like, no, it's too early. And I laid down, like literally I slept for like 45 more minutes. It's like, boom, nope, right there, let's go. <laughs> I'm like, all right,
0: well, you're That's funny. I woke up today at 4.45 to go pee. Baby was crying. Clara fed the baby. I laid back down. Woke up at nine. <laughs> 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 to a bunch of memes for me at
2: like five thirty.
0: Oh, oh, not just you, everybody. Everybody thinks <coughs> I should send my buddy Sims all the memes between oh, six forty-five and
4: I send seven you gold. fifteen. I send you gold at the AM. Well, you know what? You're in. Your, you know, you're
1: a you're a businessman. You're up early.
0: I usually am, but like like today, I'll, you know, I woke up and my phone. I don't a get it notif- before
1: six forty-five, so nobody send me any shit before
0: six forty-five, please. The notification screen on my phone for Do Not Disturb. I had to scroll through it. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, though, Thursday
2: I could feel it a little bit because that's the longest I slept. I slept till like seven, seven fifteen that day after oh walking God. around. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like groggy. Like I woke up, beat. I was like, oh. and like I literally just slept for a few more hours. I'd yeah, I never went, do that.
0: I went to bed at ten thirty last night. I woke up. And I peed for a minute. Like
1: then, you're talking about, like the Tom <coughs> Hanks That's one. Enough to wake you back <laughs> up again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the the one from uh, Yeah, green uh, A League of Their Own. <laughs> yep. League yeah, of, yeah.
0: And then I and then I slept till nine. I almost got eleven hours of sleep,
1: and I feel great. I bet you do. Sheesh, you look good today.
0: Thank you very much.
1: I'm suffering from jet lag. I f- and I haven't even flown.
0: I feel great. I haven't I haven't slept that long since probably when I had covid
1: fresh as a daisy so we're going to uh we're going to get back to uh Jim and I's uh catfish we got to talk about this one fish so this here's how this went his his friend came down and we had been catching fish all night and the rod goes off the one time and I'm like he's like he's like jay get it i'm like yeah here, here, go ahead man you you know the 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 kid that your buddy that came the, down. They're both looking back and forth at each other,
4: like, "No, man, you get it. Go ahead, you yeah, get yeah, it. No, you get it." And no, then I get look it. at them both and I'm like, "One of you fucking get it!" Before the fish <laughs> takes the whole spool out, you know, <laughs> "One of you get the damn thing." So my buddy Tom, he he picked up the rod and he got it, and that was the big fish
1: for the night. And it was so, it was not. Sm- I mean, it was like 12 pounds. That was a th- that what what was about a 12 pound yeah, fish. So
2: what's a 12 pound fish? Run upper 20s.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah, you're pushing that 30 inch
1: Jim could it. put his whole hand in its mouth. Yeah, it w- it was able to be. It was you know, I got, I got I got some pictures it's of it I for can for that part of town. I can show. <laughs> uh yeah. Yeah, that was that was probably a little over the top, <laughs> top <laughs> mark, but uh we'll take uh, How's it good? That was
0: a good fish. That's a nice fish. Yeah. That's
1: thirty. Yeah, solid. Yeah, that's a good big one, mm-hmm. dude. It was amazing. fat. It had a
0: good had a good fat head
1: on it. No it's, wonder why so muskies like yellow so much.
0: What kind of what what kind of fight?
4: There's no doing? way. <laughs> 12-pound fish. Well, no. on a 12-pound fish, I mean, Not it depends close. on what you're using. If you're using, like, a medium action rod, like the average person's fishing pole, you're going to get yeah, your ass kicked. I mean, that that fish has the ability to pull a lot of drag. Yeah. So, I mean, a fish of that caliber, I mean, you're talking a fish that can run in spurts of probably pushing up towards, of like, 18 to 19 pounds of drag. And, I mean... If you're using a you know a cheap Shakespeare or something from Walmart or something like that, I mean, your likelihood you're, you're going to break something. So, I mean, I'm using heavy action stuff and I'm using sixty pound braid. I mean, I got a crane set up because I'm ready for a magnum fish. So, but right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, you could still feel that fish. Like even some of the smaller fish that you caught. I mean, they're dogging fun. you on a heavy rod.
1: Oh, it was fun. Yeah, you I mean you were still you were still having to reef into them very hard, and you could though. You could feel like you ha- the the power you had with that rod, and now now right. if you caught something that was really gonna crank back and pull back on you hard, you knew you if knew you you were gonna yeah. you had some a you serious serious fish. That's, and, if you catch into a fish yeah. that's gonna
4: pull drag on that, you know you got something serious oh, yeah. on the oh, end cool. of
1: it. My arms are feeling it. It was fun, and again, fun four hours, three and a half hours. You yeah. know. Killing the night and hang out, have a couple beers and, you know. Just sitting
4: and relaxing,
1: man. The the funny thing to me is it's – I mean, minus we do live close enough to 80 where you can slightly hear it. It's not loud or anything when you go out back. You can hear everything else. But, man, I forgot in the last 10 years moving from – like, living in town, you know, (laughs) living in Columbus, living in a big city, even just being down in town in the evening – just wow, how loud it is! How yeah. loud, like people were just blaring their radios, people were just flying of, down the freeway. A lot of muscle cars, a lot of yeah, a, a lot, lot, of, of, lot of, of muscle cars, a lot of loud Harleys. blah, blah freaking, I mean, it was just like, boy, you don't walk out here where i'm at and i'm sure not where you're at but like i, I mean, mark you hear a little bit of your road and it's not too much you know what
2: uh, you know what it's but. becoming more of a talk of recent with my wife and i because i mean yeah i'm right on a main road it is all the time i mean you block it out but yeah i hear you know i open up my window that's at night to let air in it's right there and yeah an ambulance goes down or a semi truck or they close 80, and you got every oh, jack wagon going <laughs> <laughs> up and down there <laughs> sure, riding a sure. the freaking Jake break. Oh, you're absolutely right. Oh, if I can stop, rip that Jake break out and beat him with it, I would. It's like, why are you Jake breaking there? There's not even a hill. It's not even an incline. It's right? a slight bend, you idiot. And you should be going 45. You don't need to Jake break that. Just, man, well,
0: we're going to bring you closer to the promised land.
2: At some point, I'm going to. Once I can get to, yeah, I definitely I want something out more secluded. I don't want a neighbor. I I want to drive down a driveway. Yeah. And I don't I don't want anything big. I mean, I, literally, it's my wife and I in a room for my daughter when she's there. A 1,200 square foot ranch with a basement is perfect. Give mm-hmm. me a garage, put the stuff in. I'll throw a little room for tying and all my supplies off the garage. That's it.
0: Maybe I dig just, a pond.
2: If I'm out there, no, I wouldn't need a pond. I'd be okay with it. If I had like yeah, just the sure. woods and everything, I'll go drive to the water, I don't care. I'm up early enough, but I just I want to be a little more secluded.
1: I am la- most you're going to hear when you go out here. Like I said, the, that faint sound This is nice here. click clack. Click, click, click clack click clack click yeah, clack click yeah. clack click you, clack, yeah, clack, yeah, clack. You're going to hear more. You hear horses. Yeah, more horse and buggies down no, my road you your cars and I dig this a lot this more than This is real mind. quiet and you don't see much here much at night. I mean, you I I get pissed in the morning cuz I hear birds. Birds chirping at the outsides of my windows in my bushes. Oh, the and crickets.
2: The crickets would get me. Uh, yeah, oh,
1: yeah, I can't you get a cricket dude. right outside the uh, window.
3: Like, I got a
4: I got a blue jay right now that I really want <laughs> <a pallet laughs> to put on I mean, it's every morning they're at the like worst. five AM, man. Yeah, he loud. is loud. He's a big yeah. one too, and he's right outside my right outside my window every morning.
0: Tell me you haven't had an infant in a long time without telling me you haven't <laughs> had an infant. In <laughs> well played.
3: Well played. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Worried about the birds. 15
0: years. I'm yeah. Like, oh, I just, you know, that, that beautiful songbird is annoying the crap out of me. I'm over here bitching about a mouse. <laughs> yeah. I can hear him on the wooden floor. I got to get carpet now. I got to
2: put throw rugs down. I can hear the mice going across the carpet. <laughs> Damn, cat's There's not doing good. his job. <laughs>
1: I'm the, I'm the same <laughs> way. Oh, that's funny. No, I am. I'm the same way. I could. I gotta have my. I have to have a fan. I have to. You know, I'm. I'm, I'm one of those. I gotta have a white noise kind of guy. We've I don't talked need about the, white the noise. podcast.
0: I need the coolness. <laughs> I need. I need to be around sixty degrees. When <laughs> I sleep. I'm not kidding you. My yeah. my AC set at sixty two, and I have a fan blowing on me. What does your wife <laughs> wear? Like cool. wife
1: wears like a hoodie and sweatpants and at all times. Parka. Yeah. <laughs> she does. but she yeah, she's got cold. an extra blanket.
0: Yeah. And I don't use the comforter. Like I have a sheet. Like I use the little the little thin Amazon sheets.
2: His wife's got more merino wool to sleep in than 90% <laughs> of the men use to hunt.
0: She wears more to sleep in than I do to fish. It's like a cold. It's hey man. It's my thing.
1: I, I don't mind it either just to peek my my nose out like it's like a snorkel <laughs> and just, just breathe the cold air. Well, it's got air so much surface area. It could cool you yeah. down. Even well, if it's I mean, underneath, though, well, no, it sticks the, up enough. The,
2: you're not going to suffocate. Oh, that's
1: exactly right. <laughs> all I have to do is get some of the cold air out of there. That's all. I'm, I'm just <laughs> sticking it out of there just to get the cold air and the rest of me could be underneath <laughs> the blanket. Jay, at, Jay, at 62, I'm with you.
2: Jay lays on his back. It's like a dog's cheeks when he breathes the sides
3: <laughs> of the
1: things flap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna get back to some serious talk here. Uh, hey, Rye, you want to come sit in for Jim for five seconds? Yeah, you ready it to talk serious some to your adventures?
2: Yep. No, we're not
1: playing it. no games. We're gonna you're gonna come over here and talk for come five on. minutes.
2: I want to hear about what you got in a creek.
1: All right, that's we're gonna, a fun little take, creek. We we don't have too much time for downtime, so uh, we're gonna be filling uh, dead air here. So you got to get over here real quick. Um. No, so my daughter and I, last year we went and we got uh, creator, creatures, critters in the creek.
2: Was this for Saturday for you to take fishing? What was that? Was this for you guys to take fishing Saturday? No, this no. is, okay. no. And
1: if he would have told me, I have some spots that, like, and I told him creek chubs. And um, he said, no, creek chubs get too many small fish. I mean, I'm talking, like, when I'm getting creek chubs, we're talking big creek chubs. Like, Ten inch creek chubs, mm-hmm. big big ones that got like the horns on their mm-hmm. heads and stuff. Like r- I have a one spot I can get some monsters. That I've caught good catfish on myself and uh down a, down the river a little ways at one of the obstructions. But uh no, we were just kind of there are some big ones of those in there. But this time we went right. It wasn't like last time, right? We didn't get to see as many of the um, tadpoles because the water was up and muddy, right? Yeah. Talk right into the microphone. Real close. Yep. So what we, uh, but what our, to our advantage was that now the fish have to fight the current too, along with dad, with the mini-sane, because the mini-sane is really heavy in all that current. And oh, I bet. And when we went down there, I was surprised. The uh, Like I said, there was a lot of water there. I was like, oh my gosh, I thought it was going to be low, clear, thought we were going to be walking through nothing. Um, but it also played to our advantage. I, I put the mini-sane down there for just a second, and, I mean, we were getting all kinds of fish. And you could almost, we could put it in one spot, and then Riley could walk down through the creek and scare all the fish right down through it. Nice. And, you know, to it, and then, then you just scoop it up, and we had hundreds.
0: Hundreds of fish? Yeah. What kind?
5: Um, minnows, darters. And sculpins. Sculpins,
0: yep. They're called sculpins. Yeah, good.
1: Grandpa. Grandpa calls them something different. Uh, He calls them stone pikers (coughs) for some reason. I don't know if that's just an old redneck term, (laughs) but uh, I've always known them to be sculpins.
0: Right? Yeah. So, what'd you do with them?
5: We put them in our tank upstairs and they're doing good
1: we put them in the bucket there at first and we went on and we went and we walked up the stream and we'd found some uh, crayfish. And then at some point we uh, kind of left the nets behind and then went on an adventure and uh, we walked through some big tunnels. Was it scary?
5: Yeah, I thought I was going to um, fall once or twice, but I didn't.
0: Nice. Good job.
5: Thankfully,
1: <laughs> and We went through some big tunnels and uh so you, when you go through the tunnels, you're going under some of the highways. Oh boy! And there, there, there's some, there's some big, dark tunnels. But it was cool walking through some of those areas. Then you start getting into some, you know, like uh, almost like trenches, like you would. Uh, you almost think like just cement trenches. You know what I mean? It's not creek. It's just cement through mm-hmm. all these different tunnels. But boy, you there were crayfish, just and you they're easy to catch because they're out in the open. So we've got a few crayfish there, and uh, no nets. So Dad was just <laughs> hands full of crayfish now, <laughs> wading down through the cr- back down through the creek, the whole way. But uh, we went a really far way, and we found a covered bridge Whoa. on this little creek. And I that I don't ever remember as a kid, because I walked this creek as a kid as well, and you know, my sister played softball uh, where the creek's at. So you could just. We're all a little older. We're like, yeah oh, we're not gonna watch softball. We're gonna we're gonna go walk the creek. So, but uh, yeah. We, how how? What did you think of the covered bridge? That was pretty cool.
5: Um, I thought it was pretty stor- sturdy. But when I seen the broken um wood like pieces, they were like falling down. Um, they looked like they were about to fall down. I actually got kind of scared.
1: Yeah, some of the uh, scary.
0: that's fair. That's fair.
1: I don't know if it would have held a car, but definitely four wheelers went through there.
0: <laughs> there's a there's still a covered bridge by me that holds cars all day. Oh yeah, all day.
1: There's one that we, we go through pretty regularly, even uh. You there's know, a local one. Yeah, fairly. Uh, even yeah. uh, up by you, another one, like off yeah, that. That the, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the I mean. one. Yeah, that
2: yeah. one. Oh yeah, there's that
1: one too. Yeah, yeah. that one. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> there's one. Yeah. At our local,
0: did you yeah. pick up any? Did you pick up any crawfish?
5: Um, when we got back to the bucket, I did, but not to carry them back. Did they pinch you? One pinched me yesterday, and it hurt pretty bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we have a, uh, one that we had caught last year, and it had molted, and it's gotten, and it eats. It's gotten pretty large, and. He seems to run the tank now, and we put the other two in there, and he was not happy there were two other crayfish in there.
0: Are you down to one crayfish again? (laughs) No.
1: uh, (laughs) We made some spots for them. Oh, good. They're starting to all get spots, but I had to pull two apart a couple different times yesterday.
0: So what all do you have in your fish tank, dude?
1: Well, go ahead, Ry. What do we have in the fish tank?
5: Um, We have crayfish, turtles, minnows... Tadpoles
0: and sculpins. Cool, nice. We have, well, still still have a goby or whatever that was. What was the other one?
1: No gobies.
0: I thought you had a big, big-eyed bugger. I might be thinking of somebody else because I'm nope. not very smart.
1: No, no, we had a uh, like. We just got the sculpins. Now we'd had we'd had those other minnows for quite a while, and they lived like in a in a. Uh, a tote in the garage, with <laughs> the, with, you know. At first, it was just like a, a makeshift little tank out in the garage. That started with just, you know, tadpoles and minnows in there, and crayfish, whatever. And then it kind of got, you know, got cold out there. And we're like, you know, let's bring it inside. I had a little tank that I hadn't used, <laughs> so put it in that. And then we had got a uh, box turtle off a of buddy, Tim. And uh, so we got a bigger tank now. It was like a forty-five gallon. Nice. So it's got a lot of stuff in it.
0: And, and full of, like, Pennsylvania native fish and wildlife. Yeah. And that's really cool. There's a
1: small t- snapping turtle in there that's probably about, uh, I don't know, two inches by two inches now. When we got him, he was probably a 50-cent piece.
0: What are you going to do with that snapping turtle?
1: Release him as soon as he's uh, too big to be there because he's not going to stay forever. But, you know. It's probably wise. Yeah, you know, but he's it's it's harmless now. It's about as harmful as one of those crayfish
0: it's probably less harmful than one of those <laughs> crayfish because <Yeah. laughs> they're, they're real pinchers yep
1: so yeah i mean oh, uh, it's a lot of fun always going out we always uh we've done this each year and i think you know i'd like to go back when it's a little lower and greater right. maybe in a couple weeks and uh that sounds
0: know. like it sounds like a good activity to do with kids like that's something i would consider
1: yeah it's like flipping over Fli- rocks i i'm a kid yeah. myself Mm-hmm. You know, and that always takes me back to being a kid. I, I, I grew up flipping rocks, you know. I want to see the uh, what the trout is eating, <laughs> you know, when we were kids. You know, I want to see yeah. the uh, – I liked always seeing all the little bugs. That place doesn't have as many bugs as I thought it would. It has a, a very shell bottom for a long, long area, and it, there's very few sections that are, like, pebbly, stony, bottomy, so you don't get to see many – as much bug life as I would imagine, but uh, just a ton of different minnow life. I mean, it must be minnows eating minnows out there.
0: There is a creek <clears throat> that I think I would like to do that too, and get a big tank. And
1: it's fun. The kid, you know, it's fun for the kids to see them. And man, those darters are very, very hardy, uh, and they're you know I, they they survive better than most others.
0: Do you feed your fish like like the flaky food or?
5: like the really tiny little um what's mixed in it
1: There's a turtle mix that they get there's uh some of them get and
5: little like food pellets really tiny ones
0: Oh like the like the beta pellets <coughs>
5: We
0: yeah. have a single beta fish that I feed pellets to Azul He's the fourth Azul He's blue it did. <laughs> what color were the first three? Blue. Oh. It's still the first Azul if you ask Xavier. But it's it's the fourth Azul.
1: <laughs> we uh we grabbed a little um uh, like a waterfall filter type thing. And that works great. You know, you throw that in the tank, let that and you know, they all do just fine. Get their stuff. Cool. We could probably use I think at this point now that we put a few more fish in there. I think what we're gonna have to do is probably put more substrate in the bottom on the one side, so the turtles still have a place to go out and kind of do their thing and sit up, mm-hmm. and uh put a little more water in it. You know, get it a little bit higher so the fish have a little more room. Do you do
0: any plants like duckweeds or?
1: There's a uh, I have I have a ton of stuff just sitting around because I've had fish tanks for a long time. I had two 70, 175, five one fifty five. I still have and oh cool. Uh, I bred cichlids. Oh, I did all kinds of stuff with that kind of. And I had tons of driftwood and all this blah blah blah. And took driftwood and cleaned it and uh, yada yada yada. So I had tons of driftwood. So there's driftwood in there, and there's also just rocks I've collected throughout the years. And
0: I'm gonna check that out anymore. tonight if you don't mind.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's pretty cool. I I like it a little maybe a little light. It can hang over a bit here soon we can get on a timer like we had before but cool all something that we we've put together and it's been fun have you had fun with it yeah you said you said something uh when we were out there that you like fishing for fish because we had a day that we we talked about on the podcast you weren't here for uh when you me and papa went out for trout uh and that was a fun day and you said you like fishing that way but you said i like fishing like this better
0: so, catching them in the nets.
5: It's just more like, um, it's more harder and it's just really fun to do. And I feel like it's a little bit more fun than just fishing with poles.
1: Nice. You know, you get to touch the fish. You get to Moving
2: around and you're walking yeah. around and pushing them in there, playing in the water too.
0: And you can see action. Like, it's always action. It's not just. <coughs>
1: and funny enough, at the end of the day.
0: We both went swimming. <laughs>
1: uh, I don't think either of us. Um, on purpose? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe her was a little more on purpose, but uh, no, mine was not on purpose. And uh, no, I slipped and boy, did I, do. I mean, it was a nice day. It wasn't a terrible thing. Oh, well, you know, whatever. But yeah, oh, I was swimming. I was up to about my neck in the water and, you know, it wasn't, it was, I mean, like I said, some of the s- holes were a lot deeper than they usually are and. No, nah, but boy, one one little step off one of the like I said, it's a shelf ledges, like almost like you were if you are up in Erie, stepped mm-hmm. off one wrong so- shelf ledge. I didn't know it was there. <laughs> Next thing I know, um, I'm up to my <laughs> neck and just laughing, and you know we're all just laughing, and I'm soaking wet. I got my wallet wet, my phone was soaked.
0: Did you like watching your dad fall in?
5: Yes and no.
0: And oh, were you worried for him?
5: Well, kind of. I was worried about his phone and his wallet, but not
0: him. <laughs> <laughs> She was worried about the wallet. Yeah,
1: i found the I was <laughs> trying to keep the wallet out of the yeah. But then uh we had a we had a little fun day today too. We uh we went out to a nice dinner at a uh Timber Creek today. Ooh or a nice little lunch. It was a lunch because you know, we had yeah. to do it before we came here. But uh yeah, we went to Timber Creek, had a nice little lunch.
0: What'd you have?
5: Um I had a cheeseburger Wait.
1: Yeah, and we had some pub pretzels. Oh, that's so good. Oh, those are great. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> so Yeah, we she had a cheeseburger and French fries, I had the pub pretzels, and what what kind of uh, what was your drink?
5: Um Black Bear?
1: Root beer. <laughs> <laughs> the homemade, homemade root Oh that homemade oh, yeah. root
0: beer is so good.
2: That and their cream soda. Yep.
1: yep. Yeah. Yep. She had the homemade root beer. I was like, Oh that that sounds great. And then uh <laughs> what'd you get for dessert?
5: Wait, what is it called again?
1: It was a peanut butter. Peanut butter pie? Yes. Yeah. Oh mm, A little bit of it's still upstairs. I don't know. It might be, be gone after this. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Fight you for it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. I, oh, I got the uh, that uh,
0: Philly. The oh, that wood-fired Philly cheesesteak? Yeah. Oh, it's the best. With yeah, the, uh, U-
1: prime rib Philly. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, it was really good yeah. uh, with some of the homemade chips. Uh, I love homemade chips. Oh, did you get
2: uh, four sandwiches at Burger King on the
0: way home last week? No, it was closed. No. I, we, we We spent too much what time... time it ta-
2: what time is it closed? Ten. Oh, man. We're going to have to get rolling here then. Yeah.
0: I uh, Well, I think I think we'll have time tonight. We've probably got a half an hour left. That's nine. Yep. So, with a new <laughs> computer, we can upload pretty quickly.
1: we got to get Chris out of here to get his four sandwiches. Well,
0: I haven't eaten since 1215. <coughs> I had eight tortellinis and a carrot. So... I'm going to need my four sandwiches. Oh, I've
2: ate three times and I'm ready to eat again. I'm starving.
1: We each, we each, you know, I had, you know, just one single little small blonde while I was there. And that was, uh, nice. the, you know, I love supporting the local and it was great. She loves stepping. The, uh, they have that uh, glass floor there. <laughs> and, and and she's like. Oh, yeah, she's like, walked around it last time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, time brother. He <laughs> don't like walking on it either. She's it's, like, I don't really want to walk on it. And I'm like, go walk on the broken one. Come on, you'll be all right. It's like, oh, I'm not walking on that one.
0: Yeah, I don't walk on the not broken ones.
5: I do not trust it.
0: Nor do I. Now, it might be for different reasons, because I'm eight or nine of you. Yeah,
2: if he goes in <laughs> front of you, you're good to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just follow him.
1: But I, he's safe. the reason some of them are broken. Oh, hurtful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's why he doesn't walk on anymore. That broken right. one you see there? I'm yeah, actually not first allowed.
0: one. They threatened to kick me out. <laughs> yeah. so she walked on
1: some of them and it's pretty cool they have like a glass floor above the brewery that you can look through and it's a nice little place out there in yeah you, City. Can, you can look down yeah, into storage.
0: the into the yeah. tanks it's pretty cool uh, the last time
1: i think i was there was with mark and you
0: yeah after the ia event yeah my wife and
2: i went there i'm trying to think of what uh i had also it, but they have an appetizer that's super good i can't remember what it was though was like a seafood dip or not? Oh, yeah, so there was lobster yeah, nachos. Lobster yeah. oh, nachos. Yeah. Yes, that's what it was. Yep. Real good.
0: So my wife and I will split that prime rib sandwich and get lobster nachos and that's that's our move. And it's it's not a mistake. <coughs> At no, none of that is a mistake.
1: No. Just like I said, that's a that's a good that's a good place. We're like wondering yeah. <coughs> where we're going to go and we're like talking like we were thinking Red Lobster maybe, you know, because we do like that because, you know, Under it brings back the nostalgia. Biscuits. If there were no Red Lobster, there would be no Riley. Uh, right. So <clears throat> we thought that, but I was like, man, let's, I, was, I was on my way toward um, Hermitage, and I'm like, I turned around. I'm like, let's go to Grove City. Yeah. And there's a lot of options out there. They have Primanti Brothers out there. There's all kinds of different <laughs> restaurants. And, like, what do you want to eat?
0: Ooh, blackout burger, yeah. The,
1: yeah there's a blackout burger, it's pretty good. Yeah. I don't oh, go man, to, now there to that. You say that, I might all. be man, but oh, I might have batted wrong. Um,
0: but there, uh, so the I've
2: never even been into my wife's work there yet. There's a wow. with
1: the Fat Eddie's, Fat Eddie's barbecue. Yeah, oh,
2: that, that nice, place a, is very good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yes, it, a, is.
0: it is. For, so, so, Creekside owns or uh, Timber Creek owns another restaurant called Creekside outside of Cochrington. And their wings are good. They're not OGL good. But next time you're in Cochrington for any reason. In town or out off of the... Just outside of town. On but it's that a,
2: main r- two-way.
0: Yep, but it's yep. all the Timber Creek beers plus a, an entirely different menu. So yeah. it's... Maybe next time we'll stop there.
2: I like that idea.
0: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Cool. It
0: sounds like you've had a pretty awesome weekend with Dad. Yeah. You miss your mom? Kind of. Kind of, that's fair.
5: That's as true. much
0: as your dad misses your mom, <laughs> probably more.
1: <laughs> I would. Say it's more. okay to say more. It was fun. You got to spend the night with your cousins last night, and that was a good time. And hey, at least you got to hang out with them. And summer's coming down to an end. You're going to be back to school, and you're in a. How uh, you had your first week at cheerleading camp, so that was a good time. So, you know. Uh, glad to see you're doing cheerleading. Glad that we're gonna get to watch football games and watch you on uh Saturdays and that'll be a fun time.
0: What grade are you going into? Fourth. Fourth grade, holy cow.
1: Oh yeah. Time's flying on by. I know Mark remembers when it was uh when she was a baby baby. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this time has gone by quick and uh it's fun to get to spend the Saturdays and the weekends like this with you and uh I had a fun time today and uh that was awesome. So, on that note, a dog's barking. Riley has a job to do to go uh, tend to him and make sure he stays quiet, and uh, we'll be back. Hey, So, I was upstairs, and my daughter said I forgot something oh, about our it? little adventure. Uh, we did get two bluegill, Oh, and yeah. we let one go because it was way too big, and the very small one we do have with us. In the tank? Yes. Awesome. And he's... He's Billy Bad Butt. You know he's a uh, he's actually not a bluegill. He is a green sunfish. Oh, cool! So he's one of the ones that look has more of the bassy mouth. You got an and inner
4: city fish in there right now.
1: No, no, these are this is these are country fish. I was out in the middle of nowhere when I, I saw these fish.
4: Com- compared to every fish in the tank, I don't know that might be a that's an inner city fish.
1: He's gonna act like it. He's hardened. Oh, yeah. Oh, those those fish are mean. They're not. I don't want to have to not to be messed with.
0: Turn this off and delete stuff.
1: I liked
3: it. No, I like I <laughs> like those fish. They're not to be. They're they're tough.
1: They're not to be messed with. They're yeah, he's they're, a bully. Yeah, he'll be a bully. He'll be one that like runs tank. I I know he might have. He might be one that gets moved to the cichlid tank if he gets big enough and mean enough, or gets put back. I told him he might not be in there for long because he might just you know be too big, you know, at some point because that they get big. But at this point, he's pretty tiny and it was pretty cool she said i forgot about that but uh we were having some good beast talk right before uh we we came back on the air here and uh boy stuff's getting heated up i've been getting messages from uh all kinds of guys and uh uh, matt um i'm not sure the last name right now but uh he's on sag's team buyer matt buyer thank you uh just saying that you know he's all in, bringing the camper, bringing more wings than he anybody can imagine, and more blue cheese. Yeah. There's no, there is no ranch. All the blue cheese that a uh, uh, any kind of sized guy could want.
0: I like what you did there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited for it. Like, cause they did that Friday night, and if they want to do that Friday night again, we do. Uh, I have every intention on the fish boil. Or the shrimp boil Thursday night. Uh, and Rick's going to bring clams. And I learned my lesson last year. We're going to do the shrimp boil, pull that out, and then do the clams. Because we had the all the taters overcooked because uh, the clams were in there. And that really brought the temperature down. Yeah, good point. Yep. 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 So. Yes, yeah, so because I know you guys all cared about the timing of my shrimp boil, but
1: I thought everything was just amazing. Yeah, it was. The, uh, I couldn't. Oh my gosh, man! Again, we all know what happened to me. So I had too much of everything.
0: Yeah, I. <laughs> you did, but uh, so that's that's our Thursday night. Is is the shrimp boil? If we've got wings, and French fries, and blue cheese coming friday night i don't know if we need much more unless well you, you who brought who brought those those little tin? yeah we gotta remember
2: though too you're gonna I have i think it was 15 what matt. 15 and them people guys there
0: too. those little the little uh the little tenderloin jobbies uh
2: yeah that was matt that was yeah, matt that's that was what phenomenal. i thought i yeah. thought that matt that was yeah because i'm not gonna do and the fish like this year th- sitting far that just gets to be a pain it was yeah it was, was super but it's good, good. God, it was so good dude But between that, we're going to have a few other things. Because Rick's bringing stuff, too. We probably can do even Friday night. Yeah. So, I mean, there's going to be a lot there. We can cook
0: up some oysters. I think
2: Jim and I are going to get together and do some breakfast for the weekend. Oh, I'm in for breakfast. Awesome. Because we haven't done breakfast. We did two years ago. Two years ago, we did breakfast. Only
0: when we left, though. Right. Well, we did it every morning. It was just quick. I mean, it was like. A bunch of scrambled eggs, some bacon, and we, we moved along. Yeah, I'm but talking like,
4: like let's let's do like an organized breakfast, like have a full pot well, of coffee. Well when you ready wake up at four AM, don't wake the I'm rest excited, Hold on, Hold Jay. on,
1: hold on, don't wake the rest of us up, right Mark? And when you have breakfast done an hour and a half later then wake Mark and I up. No, no, like no. Like no, normal no. people. No 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 no. Can't start no, breakfast when, when, too,
3: when Mark too and early. I are
4: s- you gotta make sure it's fresh for you guys. Can I make requests? Whatever. It doesn't matter
1: to sure. me. You could do whatever the hell you want at four AM, but just don't but my point was at four and thirty in the morning, don't wake Mark and I up. I'll probably be up at five. What's we, your last, remember, remember last year it was we were oh, standing yeah. out there and we didn't want to be up in this early and yeah, yeah. super early. Yeah. With oh, the,
0: uh, <clears throat> buckwheat pancakes thanks, guy. Buckwheat pancakes? That's I, what you'd like? I will bring the maple syrup. Okay. You're bringing the mix? Oh, no, I'm just bringing the maple syrup. Yeah. If, if you guys are bringing the mix... I was
4: actually thinking pancakes. Yeah, buck, so like but pancakes you got to go, go buckwheat.
0: Sure. So we are, we are fed throughout the day some eggs, hash browns.
4: I'm bringing some of that black sheet bacon. Yeah, bacon, oh, sausage. I'm,
0: I'm, have I'm oh, geez, getting sausage man. for sure. Yeah, if you bring that chorizo... I'm going to change your guys' mm. opinion on bacon. You can't change my opinion I on bacon. I promise you
1: I can. What? Who are you getting it from?
0: What opinion do you think you're changing? Are you getting uh,
1: that black sheep stuff? Yes. It's pretty good. That's good I, shit. You know, I'm he
0: 315 pounds. My opinion know, of bacon. I know. You are going to love this. You are going the, to go there and buy
4: all he, of it. He
1: likes, well, he, he gets a lot of his stuff from Palumbo, though.
4: I know. Palumbo's is good. Don't get me wrong, but this is just, it's a different beast.
0: I'm, I'm excited to try it.
4: It's a different beast. It's yeah. expensive as hell, and it's worth every penny.
0: My favorite bacon is, um, I'm, I cure bacon, and it's my favorite because I put more black pepper in it than really anybody should consume, but I like black pepper. My, my family hates it, so that's good for me, but I'm, I'm excited to try your bacon. Oh, man. I it, am. Yeah. It's, but dude, it's, it's locally
4: me. done, too, man. They got a shop yeah. right there in town in Brookfield.
0: If we can hit the water with pancakes and eggs and bacon and hash browns. Coffee. Home you fries. Know, hash whole, browns.
4: Shit, whole shit and shebang ready to go in the morning.
0: Yeah. Sign me up. I'm interested. So you guys are in for breakfasts. I'm in for Thursday night dinner. The uh, The New Yorkers are in for uh, wings and fries and on Friday. Saturday night we get fed. So really... We good. Yeah, so the rest of you bring <laughs> bring sides. Yeah, bring mm-hmm. sides. Uh, I and know
2: Derek's always gonna have a bunch of crabs.
1: So yeah, Derek's gonna stuff.
0: bring stuff. Rick's bringing. I don't know. A ton. I heard he was gonna do like some and clams, uh, smoked
1: um, mac and mac cheese. And cheese? Yes. Have yes, any up there? Oh yeah. We'll Interested all that. in
0: that? Uh, and then we'll do shore lunches. Uh, I mean, each boat bring your own shore lunch. I reckon and.
4: I thought about bringing like a big bat of like deer chili or something because I got a bunch of ground left over. So I thought about just burning it off and saving it for all for the beast and just doing like a big bat
1: of chili. And then we could split that across two days. Nice. And this year we are not going to forget something to cook on. So we don't have to borrow from you guys.
0: Well, you can if you just tell us where the hell you are. No, we <laughs> borrowed.
1: We borrowed. But last year, the second day, and had... Had at least had. That's right. Yeah. You guys didn't yeah.
4: come and eat shore lunch with us last year, huh?
1: No, we're so far down there. That was, two, you coming that was two years ago. To, it, we did a couple years ago. Uh, I yep. think the pre even be. I think it was a Thursday before. I don't think it was actually during the Beast.
0: Well, we did. We did lunch twice. We met you guys on the bank the one day on the rock cliff. Oh yeah. Uh, and then remember, when when yeah. I when I fixed when I fixed Ryan's stove sure and the day before
1: smartest guy in the world at that moment at literally at that moment uh, <laughs>
0: there, there was <laughs> that was amazing <laughs> and then uh so I think I I've, I've got a bunch of grind too and I think I'm just going to stuff it I'm going to mix some mace and some sage and some black pepper and I'm just going to parboil a bunch of brats and then all we got to do is heat them up and are already cooked so we'll have we'll have brats and onions and mush- and mushrooms and peppers
1: and god is it october yet pj god. said he's going to come up and pre-fish with me nice and wants to hang out and at least come up and you know share the camaraderie uh so he'll be there
0: thursday night yeah oh cool yeah so awesome
1: you know he wants to come up hang out he wants to pre-fish and he's like if you're pre-fishing i'm coming i'm like well yeah i'm going up <laughs> like wednesday have to work so he well, wants to come up and it'll be nice to have him up there at least maybe the maybe it's some of the horseshoe-ish you know it will rub off on
0: hopefully it doesn't yeah hopefully it <laughs> rubs off a little bit
1: <laughs> hopefully i we didn't have any luck last year so who knows
0: well i was talking to rooster <clears throat> uh, and he didn't know that you could have three people to a team rooster thought it was two people per team and i said no dude you can have three because i said is it gonna be matt you and chris <coughs> and he said well right now i think it's just me and chris we need to find a team for matt and i'm like dude matt can be on your team like you're allowed to have three per team so hopefully uh they th- just include him yeah because i mean you can't put a, another team in now i mean the waiting uh, list has got to be sizable matt thank you so much for posting up all the teams that made it that was cool yeah uh second request why don't you tell us who's on those teams I'm not saying you're trying to keep it a secret or anything, but it'd be really cool if we knew a lot of typing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jeez. yeah. But okay,
1: that sounds too much like work.
0: <clears throat> or uh,
1: actually, when we when he, we have him on here in a few weeks,
0: yeah, just
1: say it out loud. We'll just we'll just talk about it.
0: Yeah, that's fine too. We're just we we're just we're just excited we for it. the teams are
1: staying at our camp, so I mean, we at least know half the true. teams out there. I mean, geez. And guys doing all different kinds of stuff um, out of the camp. I mean, some guys are floating river, guys are in lake, guys are in creeks. Guys, are, I mean, just whatever it takes, you know, out there doing it. And uh, I, yeah. you know, I haven't got to float the river in a few years, and I miss it. And I, I really enjoy that place. Like I do. It's something different that I. And even
0: well, we'll let you know how it is.
1: Even for the even for other other species of fish. It's a wonderful place to be out. It has giant smallmouth. There are giant walleye in there. Giant there are pike. Giant pike in there. There are giant trout in there. There are giant everything in that river. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, it's like you're not going to catch a million fish in that river. But if you hook into something and you're throwing a decent sized fly, it's probably going to be an awesome fish. And well, it's probably going to be a good sized fish as well.
0: Last year, the winners uh, were on the river. Yeah, I mean they had the, they had a, a great Saturday, mm-hmm. but I mean it, it can happen. And we're, I mean we're fishing the river. The biggest fish
1: ever caught in the tournament at fifty-one inches was caught out of the river.
0: Oh, absolutely!
1: It was. I mean the true beast of the yeah, east. Like big river That's fishing. a huge river fish. <laughs> that's a that's just a giant fish in general. <laughs> I mean, if it gets if it's over fifty, it's huge.
0: I'm excited to break that record this year.
1: Hey, you I, uh, that should be everybody's goal, right? I'll bring a
0: camera. Please do. Or a phone or I don't know, bring a court stenographer something just to memorialize it. But Rick Rick's always uh Rick's good for video and GoPros and stuff like that. Yeah, something running. Yeah, on him. Yeah.
1: Well I mean even uh, uh last year our friend that came down from uh, Minnesota, BAM, uh, he did it. Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, either, either whatever. All the same. It's, it's, hey, all, it's all the Midwest. Don't you know. He, he, he You know, whatever. <laughs> they're all, they're, they all talk, they all talk <laughs> like idiots. Come on. Um, Cheese curds and long eggs <laughs> Exactly. Come on. Whatever. <laughs> uh, uh, we, we fish for muskie up here. Oh, gosh, you guys. That was... Um,
0: not an accent
1: i know that was me being, <laughs> me, being me mocking them um it was very yinzer yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take that that's me being a western pa guy but uh you know him coming down he ha- he did a lot of great had a lot of great shots a lot did a lot of uh great photography had his drone up took a ton of beautiful shots of western pa you know he lost it all I, yeah, but I have a few of the pictures in my phone. Oh, nice, good. And you know, like that he'd sent all of us. Yeah, it that... made me
0: so sad that all that all that footage got corrupted. It made me real sad. I got
1: I got
4: a big bank of them too. I got a bunch of them saved on my phone. Nice. But
0: I almost lost my yeah, drone. He
1: had all
3: weekend.
4: that video and everything. It's...
0: Sucks. But just I felt like
1: it, like when we saw it, even there watching it at the camp, like when we were super like cool yeah. through it, and, and I thought it was so cool. And I, you know, if you can get up there and just not pay attention to fishing for musky so hard and do something like that, that'd be really cool, Chris.
0: Oh, I see what you're doing here.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I know you have
1: a. When we talked last week. I thought you said you had a ton of. Oh, and you too. You can do all that too. My friend, Dude, that's the thing. Uh, is like I have got, I got the full out. setup. For don't even. My boat, you man. shouldn't even bring a rod. Just let the other two guys fish, Pat and Derek, and you bring out your camera and you just video everything. And don't even worry about fishing. Do you hear yourself right now? I do. I'm trying to get you. I guys what are you smoking? I'm trying. <laughs> oh no, he's <laughs> trying. To,
0: he's trying to eliminate the competition. Yeah, yeah I know exactly. what he's trying to do. Come on now. Uh huh. You are you honey potting me? And honestly, in
1: in all seriousness, come on! I no want to see the drone out. I lo- floater my my boat.
0: I love taking pictures. I mean, video's cool and fun. I use my drone more for pictures than I do for video. But I can't. And everybody I've ever talked to that's a good fisherman photographer and a good wildlife photographer, they say you can't fish.
3: You, you can't you, do you both. Can't, you can't do you both. You Cannot and, do
0: both. And as much as I love taking I've, I've pictures, tried and tried and tried, you I won't can't. do it. I can't do it. I just can't – my passion lies with wanting to beat you in that (laughs) tournament. (laughs) You know, it's – I love it. I
3: love it. I love you pointed right at me. I love that you pointed right at me.
0: That's it. So I won't even pull out a camera.
1: You know, I I love the fact – I honestly, I really love the fact that I have a third place and I have a first place. Mm Mm-hmm. And you guys have a second place. I mean, it's not, I mean, you guys have a, that's a good play. And Mark caught an, a nice fish even prior God, to that. It's been years ago, though. But, I mean, still nice fish, you know. And,
4: and I'm trying to get on the board, man. It's. I'm just uh, trying man, to get on the it's, board.
1: It's hard when it's like, all right, here are the two days, and you got to do what you got to do. Regardless <laughs> then, of weather you know, or. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what the hell is happening. Yep. It's it, it just, you know, it's it's one of those situations you're like, oh, well, let's go grind and grind and grind and grind away. No matter what happens, it's let's do
0: it. Yeah, and all I want to do is uh, beat you. I don't care if Ryan catches twenty fish. I I don't catch if the other who's the other part of your boat. Uh, my buddy Justin Christopherson's
1: yeah, coming up, man. I don't
0: care if he catches twenty fish. You, you, till, I want to catch more can, fish than Jason Thompson. Wait till you, oh, you're going to catch more <laughs> fish than me. All I do
1: is net fish and take pictures. That's it. I don't do anything else. Put well, on then the, I'll
0: give you the drone. You go take pictures. No, I don't
1: do that stuff. I take it all in right here. I'm like you. I, I, I don't do computers. I don't do any of that kind of stuff. I barely do anything at all. I just want to remember it all. Gotcha. Have fun with my friends when I'm out there. You know, I'm going to have a lot of fun with Ryan. Ryan is...
3: I love Ryan. Best. He's so he's, fun. He's
1: been the, one of the best teammates and just a great person to be out in the water with mm-hmm. every year. And just great to have it, you know. He's Uh, fun to have at the camp. It's 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 always a great time having. uh, Justin's been up there before, for a beast. You know, he was mm -hmm. with uh, Jason uh, uh, Evans a few years ago. If you go a few years, four or five years back, and you know, he might have been there for a couple. Yeah, Justin's been up there a couple,
0: I think. But but you know, that's where I met Ryan, is the Beast, and we fished, at least once outside of the Beast, and. I consider my buddy, you know, the people I've met at the beast. The the times I it's it's just perfect. It's just the best weekend of the year. The camaraderie is just mm-hmm. amazing. Well, Nikki, uh Matt, you know, all these guys that I never would have known uh except for at the beast. It's
1: And like it's awesome. it's, it's cool cuz like Nikki is a guy who he goes all
0: over the place. You I met you for the first time at the Beast.
1: Yeah, and you said, you are exactly who I thought you were when I listened to the podcast. That's correct. And I said, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I hold that in hard regard. I Well, this is who I am. I'm sorry, people. The one that surprised <laughs> this is why me. I have no
0: friends. The one that surprised me was Chad. I thought he was going to be like a 400-pound uh, <laughs> <laughs> job of the hut. Just wiggling his way out of the cabin and be like, "Hello, guys! I am here to cook you some chicken." <laughs> but no, that wasn't Chad. quite as good as the one we practiced outside. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna try this again. But Chad, you for all the years of you calling him fat, I was like, Chad, you're you're way smaller than I am. Congratulations. Oh, well,
1: here here's the thing about Chad, and here oh I'm, I'm, I shouldn't we shouldn't go this, but. He used to look like Mark, so when you start the podcast and you look like Mark, and then you look like he looks now,
0: bigger, a little bigger than, but he still looks? very handsome and athletic.
1: Wonderful, my best buddy, the mm-hmm. most warm-hearted. His laughs are like your laughs. He has a nice, deep, you know, great belly laugh. Just wonderful. I, I love hanging out with him more than anything. But again. He got fat, so hey, I'm going to make fun of you when you got chubby, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're high school buddies. I've been, I've no, I'm not even high school, we are elementary friends. I've known you since you were a little kid. If you got a little chubby over the years, I'm going to poke at you here and there and say, hey, you and gained was, about another one of me,
0: okay? So stop.
3: And I was just, <laughs> and I just had
0: him envisioned differently. Sure. Because I hadn't met you guys, and then I did, and I was pleasantly surprised and, uh, and affirmed with you looking exactly how I pictured you in my head. Yeah, well, toucan Sam. Yeah, but it's it's not, it's not a bad envisionment. You know, I didn't I didn't picture you as like an emaciated mummy with a three foot Pinocchio nose or anything <laughs> like that.
1: <laughs> well, I hope not. I mean, Jesus. I mean, I should have. Looks <laughs> like, <laughs> <I laughs> <mean. laughs> <laughs> like. I guess I'll take the toucan Sam. Uh, that's about as far as I'll go.
0: But I mean, there are people that I met at the beast last year that I still talk to like on, on yeah. Instagram and I text with, and like we spent a whole two and a half days together and not even that. Cause we weren't on the water together. We spent like two evenings close
3: yeah, man. in close
0: proximity and I still talk to these guys and I love talking to these guys. It's just, it's just an awesome time. I just mean, awesome. I, I honestly,
1: it's, I've like the relationships of people we can go back to even, I talked to Dustin Hines and we just through, you know, sending memes and talking and telling each other, you know, we're the same types of people and love and what he does and how I love how he lives his lifestyle. And like we met him years and years ago at at, uh, hardly strictly Uh, Mark and Chad and I were on a team there and what a wonderful time that was just getting, getting to meet him, you know, and, and, Getting to meet just then and then getting to keep in touch all these years, and I, I love that. I love that, and it's it's the same thing as the beast, you know what I mean? You get to meet fee- people, and you get like Nick, Nick, uh, from Philadelphia, um, Latanzio, oh, yeah, Nick. uh, you know, another one of he's our friends, he's coming back, he's gonna be back this year. Oh, awesome! I, I, I can't wait to see him and shake his hand. Like, I love that guy, mm-hmm. he's another one of these guys that you know, SVS family, you know, and like. He's come up to for the beast, and it, it, like those people you get to meet and keep in touch with, and you see their families, and you, you know, you get to. And that's the only thing I, I really actually even like social media for at all anymore. Yeah. Like, I've hey, you have any social? Have you have any like stupid posts? I'm like, I have to leave it. <laughs> I keep it all yeah. for keep it all for the good stuff, you know, all for the people that I like, the things that I like to see, and the people that have the same values I have, and you know, a little bit of family, and that's it. Yeah. And. I, but oh. I love that so much, like, you know, getting to meet these guys.
0: Speaking of meeting guys, let me rephrase that. Uh, I'm going to Peoria uh, in a couple of weeks. Ten car efficient. No, I I, <laughs> I know where this is headed, given my intro. But Dustin, if you're listening, I know I know you're very close to Peoria. I'd love to get a beer. I'm going to be there for like nine days. I'll come over to El Paso, get a drink with you. You want to come to Peoria, let's get a drink. I haven't met you. I'd love to. Uh, I think we share uh, an affinity for bourbon, and maybe we can go fishing. Mostly, let's go fishing. I'd really like to go fishing because I'd really like to fit. But before you go fishing, <laughs>
1: you're going to go there, and you're going to be half a man. I am.
0: I'm going to have my testicles detached from the rest of my body. They're not removing them because I'm going to a real doctor. Well, they okay, not <laughs> <are> a veterinarian. <laughs> I, was <laughs> like, I was just like, <gasps> I was I like oh my God, can... <laughs> why? <laughs> How long do you have to leave the rubber band Did on
2: board?
0: you? Are you going to have to wear a cone around your head for a while?
1: Or, uh, Buddy, how's this going to
0: work? If I could reach them, I should wear a cone around my head all the time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's gonna keep a, he,
2: he has two little yeah, cones around on his, his, hands. Hands on his wrist. <laughs>
0: little cone bracelets. Do not touch. Do not touch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're like, sir, your wrists are too big. Please slide them inside of these orange traffic cones.
0: <laughs> oh, that's funny.
1: If this isn't a good way to come back, then there is no other way. Uh, there's
0: not. So oh, so Lord. yeah, Friday I go in for my uh no more kids surgery. Which is fair. I mean my wife went through the effort of having <laughs> three <laughs> children. It's it's fair that I have uh, I
2: would love to see your wife's reaction if you're like I appreciate your effort for having them three kids. That's what I tell her all the time. (laughs) She's like, like, You get an A for effort there. That was a
0: good amount of hustle. And she I just (laughs) stare stare you down. I sound like a grade school basketball coach. <laughs> Way to hustle there, Claire. Oh, uh, so, Claire's your wife's statement. Okay. Claire is my wife's statement. Go. Yep.
1: Oh, I'm going to keep using that one. Oh, <laughs> uh, good Lord. Help. Uh, so, it's only Lord fair. Help Claire? I mean, sheesh. Oh, the
0: amount of shit she <sighs> puts up with from I me. I can
1: only imagine. I mean, oh, boy. At least <sighs> she's like, well, get, a, get, get your fix because we can't take this anymore.
0: Correct, and uh, I'm not gonna take it. Tragically, she has uh, enacted the stance that it's not happening till it happens, and those are two separate, two oh. separate oh. happenings. Oh, okay, so <laughs> <laughs> this can't come soon enough. <laughs> yeah,
1: so you're like, uh, yeah, tomorrow. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Well, I tried, but so I have to miss that day of work. I didn't mean with her, but with, like with yourself. Oh. It's every day
1: with myself. (laughs) The carpal tunnel's kicking in. Absolutely, I can't cast that. That two-handed musky rod is going to come in real handy.
0: It certainly is. Uh, But so yeah, it's happening Friday, and I'm so. The nurse called me last week, and she's like, "You looking forward to it?" I'm like, "Did you just ask if I'm looking forward to genital surgery?" She's like, "Well, no, what?" You know what? You know afterwards, I'm like recovery and possible infection. She's like, "You're no fun."
3: <laughs> <laughs> Jay has made this out to be a horror story. It might not be as bad
1: for you as it was for me, buddy. I mean, honestly, and I've talked to a few other guys. Some guys just pop right back like it's nothing. I did not.
0: Well, it's my it an- took
1: me literally a whole year it is- to feel like a, like normal.
0: It is my intent to pop right back.
1: I I, and I
0: hope you do. Yep. I
1: mean, for We've, my sake, I hope you pop right back. It it, it wasn't for me, man. I, yeah.
0: I I ordered a... I
1: feel great now. I ordered I feel a wonderful.
0: smaller freeze sleeve. I don't know if it's a fucking testosterone that changes just, or what. You
2: ordered the bulk uh, piece from Costco.
0: No, nope, nope. <laughs> uh, the freeze sleeve, which is what I used for my ankle surgeries. It's oh. like a, it's like a compression sleeve. No Yes, honestly. Did so you get a koozie? <laughs> no, honestly, and I'm gonna Buddy, give if you I if, if I could <laughs> if a koozie wouldn't fall off, I would totally use it. <laughs> Dude, I have I have some serious um, advice. Even here. a slim can koozie I don't think would cut it my well, friend. Well Mark
1: Mark's not Mark's not fixed. So and you're not fixed either, huh? Hell no. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <coughs> yeah, okay. So As far as, like, (laughs) I've found that you should probably, if you don't have any, a couple jock straps are very, very uh, good to, you should just buy a couple of jock straps. I'm being serious. And this is real man talk here. Mm -hmm. Like, it helps. It helps hold everything where it should be at those moments, you know, and later on, you know, you move off like, like a week or two, whatever, but. It's worth having one.
2: <laughs> I think your dude's trying to get out there, huh? He's of hearing you talk.
0: I think <laughs> you overestimate. Like, out here. I think yeah. you overestimate the now the amount that needs to be <laughs> contained.
1: Well, like like you I can could buy a large jock strap. <laughs> jock straps, <laughs> thick feet. This got real. All I can rail. see
3: is Borat.
0: He's just I've ever done him Dude, yours. I need like a thimble, maybe a 10 ounce Yeti cup. Listen, Bro,
3: it, it, if this isn't
0: is the
4: off the rails, I don't know okay, what well, off the rails I was, was saying if you need is. like, you know,
1: He's you know, yet. like <laughs> defensive ends <laughs> in the NFL also use jock straps, so they have to make them in giant sizes.
3: Yeah, that's <laughs> the they workout band. <laughs> I need
0: like a 3XL jock strap, but the but the business end itself needs to be like a small or a like medium. my size. <laughs> I gotcha. Gotcha.
3: <laughs> you got I am, the odd, the, the odd men Like sizes. when you buy like
0: a three like if a woman buys like a 3XL sports bra, they assume it all yeah. to be big. So if I buy a 3XL jockstrap, they're like, oh, that guy's a... No, that's <laughs> no, not the case. He's not a defensive end the <laughs> NFL.
3: No. I'm going to f- have <laughs> He doesn't
1: I have a... Uh, 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 what's it? A, yeah, uh, I need to Pringle. remove... You don't have a Pringle skin hanging down there. Correct. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: I need to remove 3 or 4 inches of supportive material from said jog strap and I'm not trying to maybe, maybe start can, a home ec no, class. Maybe you, <laughs> you can find <laughs> a seamstress to say, hem it for you. Right. <laughs>
4: you won't even look at me while you're having this conversation. I will not.
0: I'm going to get an ace bandage, peanut <laughs> peanut shell and a rubber band. <laughs> All right,
3: oh, well, I yeah, guess well, I guess
1: we're at two hundred one. Unless you want us to keep talking about your, I I want, oh, dude. You have to be here next Sunday. I don't care if you have to limp in here. You are going to be here next Sunday, or we'll, you're fired. We'll give you a pillow. <laughs> I'm joking, yeah. but seriously, you well, have to be here. We'll I, I, I I want to see the after effects.
0: Unless something has turned uh like infected, I'll be here. Okay, great. I want to, which see I you. don't expect. Like I'm you a, a front to back wiper, so I should be good there. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's great.
1: Perfect. That that, that put it right in. I wanna we're gonna be casting rods out in the yard
0: next week with Chris. Awesome. All right guys. Hey Mark, who are we brought to you by
3: <laughs> 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 Oh
0: man, Sims Fishing. Check him out.
2: SimsFishing.com. Cortland Lines. Yeti built for the wild, and a Rex Hooks fresh in salt water.
0: Friends of the show, Ryan Evans at Queen City Guiding, Michael Davis at Down to Earth Wealth Management, Thomas Shank, Chippewa River Custom Rods, our friends over at Muskie Fool, and the sponsors of the Beast of the East, the Nittany Valley Muskie Alliance. Hey, everybody, have a better week than I'm going to have.